album concept hour. The album concept hour. It's the album concept hour. Uh, welcome everybody to the album concept hour podcast. I am your host Brad the Baron. As always, I am here in the studio with uh, Dave. I am here in the studio with Jake the Snake Foster. And uh, we have a very special guest uh, for a very special album. Uh, this is someone uh, that uh, uh, we, we, uh, we, we connected on the interwebs. And uh, I was instantly uh, spitting with his, his new album. Um, this is uh, uh, James Utter. Back, Beck, Utterbeck, Utterbeck, uh, yeah. uh, and uh, he is uh, the mastermind behind Fire Whale, and uh, his album is the Fiery Surf uh, that just came out in uh, what March? Yeah, um, March twenty fifth. March twenty fifth, uh, Dave's birthday. birthday. Um, yes. And uh, birthday. Uh, yeah, Best yeah. birthday present. Good birthday present. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the podcast, James. Yeah, awesome. It's uh it's super cool to be here with some yeah. like-minded people who uh are here for the concept albums. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me you and you, you are, are someone that appreciates an album start to finish, so, you know, that box was immediately checked. Yeah. And uh uh this album is reflective of that too, you know, the one that you did. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really really stoked to have you on. Um I like immediately when when the album started playing that you sent to me, I was like, this is this is good. And then the horns hit and I was like, oh, this is real good. <laughs> uh but uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was immediately like showing uh different people in the Discord and in the in the you know chat and stuff, like, hey, what do you what do you think of this? Is this is this like is as good as I think it is? Like <laughs> but, That's uh, awesome. I'm super glad to connect with somebody who uh, uh yeah. who's into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the that's the thing about uh, we we found about some of these uh, you know big conceptual albums is is uh, sometimes they fly under the radar and we discover them later. Uh, but I hope this one doesn't uh, do that. I hope it goes <laughs> we'll see. above the radar. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah. This one it's uh, it, it's a it's a very very well uh, composed album, especially for your first. Um, and uh, I was reading that. Uh, on your website that it took about uh, 12 years to craft this one. That's right. Um, so uh, you want to you take me through that like journey a little bit? Like were you, did you like uh, start a complete novice and then like get into an expert at like recording software and stuff? Or did you like kind of have some stuff going on before the 12 years? Yeah, so I, I, I learned everything about production on the on the journey and I still feel quite a bit uh, novice, uh, yeah. but it took quite a while to learn how to do everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And it took me a long time, especially to figure out how to, um, how to connect with other musicians. Cause I knew I wanted some other yeah. instruments like the horns that you mentioned and uh, a few other things. Okay. And I didn't really know how to do that. I didn't really know how to like get in contact with the studio and like find a person yeah. to actually uh, do the part. And then like, mm-hmm coordinate studio time and all that so yeah it took me a while basically until the pandemic when everybody started doing yeah. remote uh musician sessions mm-hmm. uh so you can connect oh, with yeah. anybody that's, yeah the floodgates yeah probably opened up yeah right that's now. really yeah. what the the final yeah. key was um yeah. But yeah i have for example files that i started 12 years ago and just wrote over and over and over as i was working yeah. on a song with new parts and I didn't know anything at first. Like I didn't have an audio interface. If 
if yeah, anybody's yeah. a musician, they know that this is a big no-no. <laughs> so uh-huh, I would just uh-huh. record directly into the laptop. It was like, yeah. I, I don't know any better. And, but eventually, you know, learn these things, get uh, new equipment, and then yeah, overwrite yeah. the same file. Uh, yeah. You know, have like a GarageBand file from like my old black MacBook that I oh, eventually yeah, turned yeah, yeah, into yeah. The, the same file became the final file. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's a really like you, you kind of... Uh, I've gone through a similar journey with the podcasting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you get you you like reach the limit of the current system you're on, and you're like, oh shit, I gotta like, I gotta upgrade if I'm gonna like continue growing in this craft. So like you know you just keep on like you, there's never like seems to be a limit to right to like how much stuff you can get to make it better and how many skills you can learn. Like production is just kind of an endless. Mm-hmm. endless river of uh of, of things that you can get into so yeah and eventually you just have to make yeah. the call that it's done but obviously yeah, i'm pretty I'm much not the best at that <laughs> yeah 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 uh, uh i have to for me it's it's the opposite because you know we have one a week so like right. it's like yeah well it's good you gotta have deadlines it sounds good enough let's do it uh but um deadlines brad but, you, De- but deadlines. You're, the Self-post budget deadlines the budget's never done like you can't stop spending money like on oh yeah know, there's always a better yeah. thing yeah, yeah. You can always throw your money in a hole. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I still need a couple. Do I more need of these, that? No. $400 mics. I still need like three of them. Uh, uh, and I won't be satisfied until I have them. Right. Uh, and then there'll <laughs> be another thing. And that's just. Uh, how yeah, it works. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah the world, like, I'm not even starting to do the music stuff, which is like, you know, what I want to jump to next. But that's that's like a whole new horizon of things. Yeah. You know? But underneath um, the hood, my album's pretty lo fi. It's okay. Uh, okay. There's, I've only ever used two mics. Um, wow. That are you know they're decent mics, but uh, okay. I I never got to the point of really optimizing. I didn't really have the option. I wasn't I wasn't able to. to what kind of what kind of mics? If you don't mind me asking. Um, one's a dynamic mic. That's a Sure mic. It's like a pretty classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mic that people have on stage, which is great for vocals, and yeah, I've used yeah. sometimes for acoustic guitars, and yeah. I have. Um, a condenser that's like a cardioid uh, yeah, yeah. condenser mic that's more sensitive and yeah. uh, much better for acoustics and um, and various other acoustic instruments. Well, then shit, bravo for the sound <laughs> then, because that's uh, 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 that means that means that potentially that I could do something similar with what I have, but Definitely. I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, and I know yeah, we're so, both fans of King Gizzard. They're yeah, they've, they've right. changed my mind about all this stuff because right? most they, of their drums yeah. are recorded with two mics. I learned that very recently that they just what? have a kick, a mic, what? and a kick, and then a, are you a single serious? overhead like close to the snare. They, I don't think they do this for every oh. single album, but they've done this a lot, I guess. That's it's insane. Like one mic that's like you know yeah. close to the snare, but picks yeah. up the snare, the toms, and yeah. but I mean they have two drummers, so it, it is different. Well, they right? had they, two drummers. Now they just have one. Right. Uh, they still yeah, do yeah. double takes for some songs, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, 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 they, I, I never realized that, but that's interesting. Like, it's, it's always like it's, it's always surprising, like how much you can do with like a, a, a small amount of uh, equipment, you know, as long as you have the know-how to to use it correctly. You know? Yeah, and you have to embrace the whatever it sounds like. And just commit to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And go, tenacious. Go with the, some <laughs> of the. Uh, uh, maybe mistakes turn them into not mistakes you mm-hmm. know um yeah yeah uh, i was gonna say for the uh, other musicians did you um 
Did you have the parts for them in place kind of before you contacted them or did you have them kind of noodle over what you had? Um, mostly the former. I had a pretty clear idea of what I wanted for every bit of the album. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And I mean, some oh. of the songs like, uh, uh, so tracks five through eight were originally one tr song that was 13 minutes long. And that song yeah. took me five years to write because I, I felt like I had something <laughs> very important to say and yeah. I felt like it needed to be bigger in sound. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to yeah. pull it off and to like actually yeah. do the vocals. And I always knew that there was going to be like in my head, I'd always hear this uh, choir at one part of the climax. And yeah, I yeah. basically, you know, would give them the melody and ask them to, you know, embellish and, and whatever. But uh, for the most part, it was pre-written. And the horns were actually originally um, on track three, were originally yeah. uh, vocal, uh, a bunch of layered okay. vocals. Okay. And so uh, it just wasn't really cutting it. And... Uh, I always liked the idea of having some horns in either that song or track four. Um, I hadn't decided, but I uh, found a guy online who was just absolutely incredible, Mike Crane in the UK. Uh, and yeah, uh, killed he, it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He replaced the, the vocals with uh, a bunch of different horns, just like this guy does all the horns. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, but then his soloing was all him, and that okay honestly okay. really makes it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is uh, uh, definitely a very like memorable part of the album. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I'm always a fan of when like you know just other elements come into rock music, whether it be horns or yeah. flute or or harmonica. Like you know, flute and harmonica, King Gizzard do a lot mm -hmm. of. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm a big, big fan of uh, just using every like tool at your disposal to make just what you want to to you know what you want to hear yeah you add a lot you of know? texture um yeah yeah make a more unique sound that way yeah and there's a lot of tools uh, these days uh you know there's more more tools than ever to actually you know get the sound that you want you know i'm mm -hmm. always just blown away by some of the amazing like indie stuff that i hear you know um yeah music it's a really a different era music is really in the hands of uh, yeah. anybody now. And I think that was also yeah, a big right? thing for it's, me is like, I didn't yeah. really believe at first that I could just make an album with my home equipment. I always thought I would have to go into a studio at least eventually. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, now basically anybody can afford a, a mic that is good enough, uh, yeah. to make yeah. an album with and editing software has become really like even GarageBand, which is, you know, like $5 yeah. if you have a Mac. Yeah. Yeah, is is awesome now. Obviously, it's very limited yeah. compared to like Logic and Pro Tools and all. But it, yeah, it used yeah, yeah. to be it used to be kind of crap, and, and now it's like yeah. you can really take it uh, if you push it to its limits. It can really go a long ways with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a lot of of options available. So that's but. to say, I don't think my next album will take twelve years. <laughs> oh yeah, that was one of my questions too. Was uh, uh, so uh, uh, do you have another one uh, you're working on? Yeah, so I actually <laughs> you were asking what I did before. Yeah, um, I I have all the music for an album that I wrote before this album, oh, okay. but I didn't really okay. feel ready uh, to to turn it into an album for kind of the reasons yeah. we're talking about. I didn't really know what to do with it. So yeah, yeah. I wanted to work on something in the meantime to be kind of my first thing because I I was holding this uh, first uh, album kind of uh, uh, sacred anxiety. 
And or, yeah. by the time I guess I, yeah. by the time I finished the fiery surf, it obviously became uh, its own thing, and it took me a long time. And I it's it's much better than I originally imagined it would be. But uh, yeah, yeah, I do have yeah. something that was written before this that will come next. Nice. You're nice. also really busy during this time, though, too. Um, so you're you're a doctor. <laughs> That's right. Is that I correct? A, I have a. I'm, I have a. <laughs> I missed that. But I'm not that the, kind of doctor. My research. I'm. I have a PhD. PhD in, of in yeah. chemistry. Yeah. Which means you can technically use the doctor thing. But technically. Yeah. But yeah. Right. yeah. But no, so but I might be responsible for things I don't want to be responsible for. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at your LinkedIn, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> A different person. <laughs> these yeah. are these are a yeah. bunch of words that I have lots of questions you know, about. I never look at the guests' LinkedIn. You know what I mean? Like that's a bit of research. Well, I was that, gonna say Brad is this yeah, our first doctor just, on the on the album concept hour <laughs> or a PhD. Lift. Any yeah. kind of doctor of Yeah. I was gonna say we we have had professors on the podcast yes. as well. So I mean, you know, we They we, must be we we then. get some uh well, some some collegiates that walk through our halls uh, every now and again at the album concept hour. I just think about spies <laughs> like us with the doctor, doctor, doctor. Oh, doctor, doctor. <laughs> Do you <Hey>, concur? Doctor. <laughs> Do you concur? <laughs> That's from uh But uh, yeah. very very I'm you so yeah. this was this okay. was your like project like, outside yeah. of outside mm-hmm. of uh school. Yeah, that's probably another reason why it took a long time is yeah, I've been in uh, yes, yeah, so I'm a scientist, uh, and that's my full time cool. job. And music that's is a, a very passion cool project. statement to be able to say. <laughs> I'm a scientist, um, uh. <laughs> and so I was in when I was an undergrad. I was working super hard in yeah. school, uh, yeah. yeah. And I went to grad school. A lot yeah. of this was so. This album basically started in. I can tell you the story as we go through the album. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Started in undergrad, went through grad school. Yeah. Uh, I spent some time in India for two years before that teaching chemistry oh, cool. and physics. And oh, nice. That's where I learned a lot about uh, Indian music and kind of incorporated bits of that oh, into the album. And then now I'm okay. what's called a postdoc. So it's postdoctorate. It's what you do after you get your PhD, but before you yeah. become a professor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm doing research in physics and chemistry. Okay. Okay. Very much wow. full time. Yeah, it's very a busy life. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you you put out this this album in the the meantime. So, yeah, by the time you're a professor, like you'll have some really cool shit to share with your uh, students. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know. I'll have to figure out if I should or not. Well, I, yeah, I guess that's a question you always got to ask yourself when you're. So uh, you I have some so I'm better. a I'm a this is, is not the same at all. But I'm a middle school like teacher. Okay, nice. And yeah. so I. <laughs> I am very yeah. leery about telling my students because yes, that is <laughs> it's a pretty soon they'll all be that coming coming through all the po- podcasts and mean like oh, yeah what did what did Mister yeah, uh, yeah what did right, Mr. Foster right? say yeah yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll come like like four years later they're gonna be like in high school or whatever they'll be like oh I'm, I'm, I wonder what that was like Man. you know Just like the offspring said gotta keep them separated you can't <laughs> then they, then they get to John's uh, 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 iguana story or whatever <laughs> from last episode. You'll have to listen if you want to know what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> but every now and again, it gets a little, it gets a little uh, uh, adults in here. It's <laughs> a heavy ninety degree turn, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But the 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 album we were covering was morbid stuff, so uh, it, it was it, it ended up we ended up leaving it in. That's uh, uh, enough of a vague plug for the last <laughs> episode, but um, yeah, we have uh, we have uh, there's don't twelve. 
that kids do not listen <laughs> to the last episode. Um, but uh, yeah, we have uh, twelve tracks on uh, this uh, this album, "The Fiery Surf." And um, yeah, I was uh, uh, gonna just go into the the first track if you guys are all down. Um, I'm down. So uh, good. we're starting with uh, the sound, the sounds of the giants. And uh, let me get there. It is. Yeah, yeah. That's the the opening track. It's instrumental too. That's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I I've always really loved instrumental bands like uh, Godspeed You Black Emperor and uh, okay. Explosions okay. in the Sky and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, as you say, I thought it was a, a bold move to put the uh, instrumental as the first track, and it works. You know, I, I debated uh, it for a while, but I wanted to start out with something good choice. Yeah, yeah. Something that like had. Uh, character and meaning to me because this album, mm-hmm. you know, the song is in a weird time signature. It's in like 23 over eight, uh, oh, as well as okay. seven over eight. Yeah. It does kind of make your brain kind of get confused a little bit when you're hearing it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's post rock and, um, kind of a bit unusual in many other, yeah. like in the instrumentation too. Yeah. So I wanted to start out yeah. with something that was, um, had some character and was unique and yeah, for it. Yeah. Uh, would you say that some any of your stuff is post hardcore? Because I I know that's not a term people use much anymore. But like, I, I've since never you've been used doing it for twelve years, it made <laughs> me think back to wait a minute. Was were you listening to some post hardcore stuff? I you know I never I've never been good at uh, identifying genres. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that's this fair. is something There's I've started too many to do of them. very recently. <laughs> like when people yeah. ask me about the album, I'm like, uh, you know, uh, I can listen to the bands that are influences. Yeah, easier yes. that I yeah. can identify the, same, the genre. I'm, I'm, yeah, bad when it comes to like well, like down genres and post like around sub- the MySpace days, it just got out of hand. Like okay. everyone just started making this, up yeah. like just endless genre names, and yeah, it, it just got really, really out of hand. Well, their right. legacy lives on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just gotta right? check on my page. <laughs> I got some good songs on there. Oh yeah, what what what's <laughs> uh what's the genre though, Dave? I don't know. And then you yeah. list like sixteen genres. That's the other thing is genius pages, you know, also, you know, sometimes you get like five to ten different genres listed for a band. So, um, yeah, I think it's kind of just interweaves at this point. Like uh, you can have up to as many kind of descriptors as you want, honestly. Because music is just, becoming more and more of a fusion of different things. And yeah. Yes, it's time to it's like a branching so tree. Much stuff together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, uh, one of the influences that's really uh, front and center here is the kind of surf rock influence, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, was that, uh, were, did you like listen to uh, like classic surf rock groups and uh, get into it? Or was it something that you were like, I think this needs surf rock? I definitely grew up listening to surf rock. My dad introduced okay. me to Dick Dale and took me to a Dick mm. Dale concert when I was, oh, wow. okay. I don't know, 10 or so. Yeah. And I have a very distinct memory of, uh, so he had a, a cordless uh, guitar 
Yeah. Uh, it's like a remote cable kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he like walked out on the stage and like came up right up to us and was playing as like super fast licks yeah. right in front of us. And yeah. that definitely made an impression. And I always thought it yeah. was just, yeah, it was just cool. And so yeah, I listened to Dick Dale and uh, many other uh, surf rock bands from those days and ventures. Yeah. Ventures yeah. are another yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing that we've kind of learned throughout this podcast is like, surf rock really is like like the godfather of like rock after that time like there's so many different huh, that's a good point uh, like like i've found you know just going back through like the family tree of rock or whatever that like go back to some surf rocky motherfucker you know what i mean and it's just yeah it's so weird how much that influence comes up and groups uh, wanted to be wanted to be part of the surf rock like we did yeah. that freddie king album that yeah, yeah. That they made he wanted to make it into a like a a surf album or whatever. Mm-hmm. They really yeah. took tracks off that and made it into a surf album. Yeah, it really nice. it really dominated for a little bit there. Uh, uh, that that just whole uh, uh, genre was, and just lifestyle culture or whatever. Hollywood like they they love like surf rock over there for like years. For where surf India. rock is really from? Oh, India, like, really? southern. And you said in India? India? Yeah. Oh. I didn't yeah. know that. In but yeah. Bollywood, all the yeah. old, the old films like that was a thing. They they use a lot of surf rock. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, there's some really cool like '70s rock made in India. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's true. There's a lot of crossover happening then. A bit of it is pretty obscure, but if you find it, uh, yeah, there's some really cool stuff. Well, I was gonna say like I so I only spent I spent ten days in India in uh, college for like you know. It, it, it was, you know, you had to do something academic that was really just an excuse for, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, college kids to go to India for for ten days. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, the 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 music was definitely something that stuck with me uh, coming from coming back. So it's cool. Like, well, and it's so tied into their their worship and spirituality mm-hmm. and things. And uh, yeah, yeah, I always think of that every time music kind of gets a little bit into that kind of. Uh, a feeling where it's you know you kind of get you could it's you could be meditating to it or something you know yeah definitely um, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely which is a lot of what i look for in music is something that kind of yeah. alters your state of mind yeah 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 because i mean that's like in you know after going to india it might kind of made me rethink music's like purpose kind of because mm-hmm. it's like this that's stuff's cool, been yeah. around forever and been influencing people in a completely different way the music influences me back in the states listening to like rock and roll music and stuff you know um and uh yeah yeah it just kind of it reminds it reminded me that like music is just uh, uh, a very old and important form of expression and and all that yeah you definitely know? yeah and yeah. so this song i wrote before i went to india but i f- kind of finished it afterwards and so the tabla that's on it was a later edition okay and uh some tabla right in the beginning yeah uh, what kind of I, instrument is that is that a stringed or uh, no tabla is the drums? two hand drums like you sit down and you have the two okay uh, separate drums uh and they just sound so cool the the bass yeah. is uh has this kind of boom sound and yeah. the tabla just has this really unique treble yeah uh, yeah uh, sound and uh, i used it it's kind of scattered throughout the album but yeah, I yeah, set home from, from India. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's that's really cool. Uh, I, I just brought home a uh, hookah that didn't work. 
It, uh, <laughs> Classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, down, the down stem was just a stick with a, a drilled in the top and bottom, and yeah, yeah. It was it was just decorational. I think is is what I found out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but nice. um, yeah, and 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 yeah, this song definitely, you know, especially with some of the uh, kind of uh, you know instrumentation, of course, you just mentioned and everything. I definitely brought that up uh, in my mind because you just mm-hmm. mentioned that. I, I would say that the the bridge that's in seven and goes to a more minor sound that yeah. came that influence uh, is more rooted in uh, Middle Eastern music. My okay. uncle introduced me to Middle Eastern music. Uh, he lived okay. in Morocco for some time, and yeah. uh, he would uh, he had these like vinyl that he would send to me. Uh, in the form of CDs that he would, he would basically take the vinyl, record it while it was playing through a speaker yeah, uh, onto tape or something and somehow yeah. converted that to CD, which was amazing. <laughs> and so I had yeah. this CD yeah. of this like Middle Eastern rock. Uh, was it group. really like grainy by the time it got to you? Like... It sounded super cool. I oh, okay, just a couple okay. years ago found yeah. the, the album is actually on Spotify. I just never thought to look for it. And yeah. I don't like the sound as much. It doesn't have nearly as much. Character. Oh, okay. It doesn't have that. that I'm so rich used to the vinyl he, to tape to CD transfer. This was yeah. like the early 2000s or something. Wow, man. My my uh, future father-in-law. He he does this now. Like he doesn't have any music service. He'll take albums and then record <laughs> it and then put it on. I gave him an old iPod, iPod but yeah. like I don't know when that. I didn't know that it technology existed back then i, I mean yeah, i think I, if there's a will there's a way back then yeah you know what i mean like <laughs> i remember having like the two tape decks and you can like transfer oh, from sure. one to the right, other right yeah. yeah you're right i don't know how he in 2002 he magic had a, back had then harman Kardon system that basically it was a dual cd burner but you can plug anything into it you can plug in okay like a, a record player tape deck I was messing around with it. I was actually, I plugged in my NES and was recording stuff onto it. I thought it was just hilarious. As wow. <laughs> so yeah, I was playing that's... around some weird shit where I was making some mixed mix CDs for oh, some friends. Oh, man. Well, that's, thanks, a, that's a nice wow. device. <laughs> that's that's awesome. a cool device to have around. Now we yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love I love learning any any little bit about how recording has changed and everything. It's always fucking fascinating. Because we live, we we live in the golden age of any form of recording, visual or audio. You know what I mean? Yeah, everything's pretty easy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have we can have we have cameras that have more definition than we can see with our eyes. You know what I mean? We've like crossed a weird threshold. But mm-hmm. um, uh, speaking of crossing a threshold, uh, we have another track to get to uh, where uh, our uh, uh, let's say our hero of the story is. Uh, I guess introduced because mm-hmm. the first one, you know, the, the sounds of the giants is, uh, you know, it's an instrumental intro thing. And then we have breathe smoke. Here's breathe smoke. So what's your uh, 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 sorry? Just listening to that track. What's your main um, instrument for this? Like, wh- I guess which instruments are you and which are like others? 
I guess. Uh, it's so it's all me, and it's it's okay, but okay. but electric guitar is the is the lead thing here. This one was okay, really okay. meant to be like surf rock, all yeah, alternative yeah. rock. Oh, rock, absolutely, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. This one definitely like like just yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, you know the the surf rock thing. I think uh, especially for this album, hits even better because it's you know thematically mm-hmm. appropriate uh, as well. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to get a really good, uh, kind of, uh, outline of this song and like what it means, there's a great music video for this one that's, uh, drawn, uh, who, who's that drawn by, by the way? Uh, her name is Natalia John Durko and I met her okay. just on Instagram. She's an artist okay. in Poland and yeah. basically yeah. exclusively makes music videos and she's totally oh, awesome. Wow. wow. Uh, so she, is that, is does she have like a YouTube channel with like just a bunch of, Music well, so the, the the music videos typically go on the sites of the artist. But, oh, okay. So uh, she's like makes it for like, like commission hire. based. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, she has a website and all that's uh, yeah. It's all in Polish, but she's also on Facebook and uh, yeah, and on it's Instagram. really good. Yeah, yeah. Her um, her style. I found. I just it was really by chance. I found her and uh, her art style. I thought was super cool and perfect. Uh, yeah yeah especially for what you're doing yeah um did so did uh the other the follow-up question would be is did the music video come before the cover or vice versa uh they were made together at the same Uh, time she yeah so you asked her for both right nice 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 yeah that's good good planning good planning on your part uh uh, but yeah i I saw the music video i'm like wait a minute that's like the it's like the the cover cover yeah 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 (laughs) i was the i was that meme for a second um, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, I got a lot of the same things like reading the lyrics, like as watching the video, you know, it's, uh, it, I think, uh, does a really good job of capturing, uh, the, the story that you're kind of putting forth in the, the, well, first track with, uh, lyrics, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I love, I love the, uh, um, you know, uh, lost at sea kind of motifs uh, in general that comes up sometimes mm-hmm. and uh, always a good good area to play with. You know? Yeah, I was reading Moby Dick at the time uh, ah. and going through a breakup. And so okay. Okay. that plus being into surf rock uh, and yeah, being yeah. a synthesis of those three things. Wow, that makes that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, 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 the... Uh, yeah, so so okay, I got to ask uh something about the the themes of the album though. Yeah, go for um, it. So, um the the our, our hero, the character is adrift at sea and he's looking for the source, right? And then um uh what I was thinking is the ship gets wrecked, it's burning and then he ends like floating in the ocean and then and then sinking. Um now the next thing that my brain went to is like so does this guy become like a fire whale? Does he it. become the fire whale, or does like, you know, uh, I don't know. But late, later, I ended up questioning that a little bit, though. But like, yeah, yeah, I was like, so is he like becoming one with the surf? <laughs> I would say you got it. Uh, all right, I would all say right, that the right. whole, I'd say the whole event kind of leads to that. A dark and smoldering state that we hear yeah, in the next songs. Yeah. It really gives you, you know, a good visual though. Uh, uh, the the second track is like, 
you know, you can you can kind of see him kind of going out to sea, investigating this, and then just you know, uh, his uh, tiny uh, ship was tossed. Yep, yep, <laughs> and and I'm guessing a, a lantern fell over and burned everything. You yeah, know? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, end of the music video is is uh, consistent with what you're saying too. How the the he's on this. Uh, island in the end and it's kind of a surreal you're not sure if it's like real life or a dream or, or what yeah and yeah. the fire whale you see like a, a kind of blurry image of the fire whale approaching and they connect yeah. and then but the, yeah. at the same time the final lyrics are uh so i go to the depths alone to sink like a stone mm-hmm. like and like, uh, uh and the story like some, doesn't finish there jonah, so. jonah stuff you know maybe i don't know um, I, I, every time I think of a whale, I immediately think of Jonah because I'm mm-hmm. a past, pastor's kid. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's definitely like you're invoking the like right imagery for the the content that you're doing. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, uh, speaking of the awesome content, we're gonna get to track three where uh, you have the killer. Uh, 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 horns uh, section thing that you you mentioned previously. So um, this is a little bit of Sinking Ember. That's uh, you can hear a little bit of the transition to the the next one. Yeah, but yeah. So this was yeah. so track two through uh, four, breathe yeah. smoke, and then this is now sinking ember, and then from a fiery surf. We're really all made at the same time. Uh, okay, yeah. Kind of in that, that was order. Another, yes, yeah. They were sort of developed <laughs> in that order, but really they yeah. were they were finished together, and so yeah. originally yeah. they're all kind of different movements of the same song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which and, I. Uh, I th- I think it's yeah. like uh, I think Dave was saying before the recording, uh, some of it was uh, uh, like because of that almost was like uh, was that uh, Pink Floyd song parts one through oh shine on your crazy guy shine on your crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. no it's part two yeah 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 it was it was like it was similar to that but you know broken up um, as opposed to like one like what was it twenty minute chunk or something yeah, like fifteen yeah, I don't know it's a, it's a long chunk how many yeah. yeah. It's, Crazy. That album has very few tracks for how long it is. Five tracks, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. a weird son. Yeah, yeah. I consider that having uh, basically like six tracks for this yeah, album versus yeah. uh, twelve. Yeah, that was a that was a tough call. Uh, but it could have gone yeah. either way. It's it's a hard call because like uh, I think for like today's well for our podcast purposes especially having multiple tracks is better for us because mm-hmm. like you know it, uh, we had we had a whole thing with. Well, sleeps uh, Jerusalem slash Holy Mountain. Uh, one version is one track, and the other version is it split up into many tracks. Right. And uh, we went with the one split up into the many tracks. However, I have decided. I, I'm announcing this right now. I have decided that we are going to cover uh, uh, the one track. The, the one that is one track, and just make a bunch of clips. Copyright not, not just people one clip. can come after me if they want, but I've. I'm kind of seeing lately that 
copyright doesn't seem to care about podcasters <laughs> like there's no yeah. one's whose job is to like check all there's the probably one guy but like there's like, so many podcasts you gotta check on yeah yeah like they're all just flippantly using like as many seconds of whatever music that they want and i've never heard of anyone having repercussions so i, I don't take think advantage of it while it lasts yeah, I don't think they're going to start with an indie day, podcast, but, <laughs> but uh, hopefully not. Hopefully, I'm not talking directly to the person that has the ability to change that, and they're going to. Uh, but uh, yeah, as of right now, though, uh, there's a lot of podcasts that are just flippantly just not caring about the whole 15 second rule. Uh, <laughs> so who knows what the truth is? If you're a copyright lawyer, lawyer yeah, hit us up at keep pushing pushing one six zero eight. Hit nerd. <laughs> you're welcome to play it. as much of my songs as you want. Oh, thank you. Anytime. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we I, I did pick a slightly longer because uh, you know usually when the, uh, we have a guest on themselves, we try to to beef it up a little bit. Oh, nice. But uh, uh, yeah, if you're the guy not out coming there, after us. Yeah, if you're the guy out there like with the, <laughs> the stopwatch, like just just. Just let it slide, man. It's all good. Just go to hell. We're not making any money off of this. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, uh, that's the thing with with uh, some of this uh, creative stuff is you're not doing it for that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, uh, speaking of, I was thinking um, before we get into another track, though, um, I was wondering, do you perform live ever or do you have like a band that you're going to try to? I haven't since high school, and and the reason is because I have a career, right? As a scientist, I kind of yeah. You seem very busy already. Yeah, I felt like I had to choose one. uh, Yeah, and I I like performing live. It's it's an incredible thing to do. I but because the reason I want to make music is because I want to bring people into an immersive environment, and so you can do a lot with a live show. You can have the lights, the visuals, the yeah, the whole environment adds to the moment. Yeah. Um, but I guess I was, what has touched me the most about music are recordings. Uh, so like yeah. listening to Radiohead's Kid A, uh, like yeah. in my room with the lights low with my friends and, yeah. um, Pink Floyd recordings, obviously never seen them live. And, yeah. uh, and you know, various recordings like that have been in, you know, Sergeant Peppers, things like that. Those yeah. have been a, such a central part of my life that. I think I have focused more on recreating something along mm-hmm. those lines. Yeah, so. yeah, which is, you know, that's a that's a, you know, direction that, you know, a lot of musicians go where like, you know, it's it's more about the studio stuff than mm-hmm. the the tour st- stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, some bands are more about the tour stuff than mm-hmm. anything, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, uh, that being said, I would if you ever did do it, I would absolutely come out to see you guys. <laughs> okay, I'll let you know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, I don't have a band together. Show. It's all it's all just yeah. me. But you know, yeah. that's also I wasn't really sure how to do that before. But now I think it's becoming more common that people do this. I mean, Tame Impala yeah. is a huge yeah. I think, influence on a generation because you know yeah. he did it all himself. He recorded everything himself, but yeah. does the live shows too and has his friends and the people well, that yeah, I can bear with him. So, yeah. That's kind of how it, it kind of used to be a little bit uh, with, with music in like, you know, the maybe the 50s and 60s. That's and true, before, yeah. Like, be so much production in the yeah. back end. Uh-huh. And, and you got maybe, you maybe have, different cities, you had different spans. There'd be you know? like a road band that would go Yeah, with or you, a road like, band. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, like uh, Otis Redding, hey, like, like the Stax musicians yeah. just was played with him on his yeah. tours. Like, he didn't, it wasn't a band, but... yeah. He needed a band to play live. Yeah, and then for the longest time, it's been like, yeah, you're expected to have a core group of of yeah 
usually dudes and uh, uh you know you tour around and stuff but i think yeah it's like you said it's kind of changing yeah maybe it's uh, going back to what bit. it was more before yeah but in a different think, way yeah yeah it's, just, it's like, possible to do it by yourself now yes it was it was yeah. much harder back then yeah yeah, like the, I was going to mention the guy from Boston. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but the guy from Boston also was one of those kind of guys. Brad that, like, Delp? Is that his Tom name? Scholes? The the guy that wrote the first, most of the first one. He was like, he was really, really into recording and stuff. And like, apparently, like, just, you know, put all of his energy for years into this album. And then, yeah, it was, it was, you know, his vision or whatever. But then he had to try to play it live with people after. Uh-huh. It got a little bit of attention. Um, although it, it, it what it seems to me from the story that I remember reading is like he was more interested in the recording aspect of everything than anything. You know what I mean? It's Tom super Schultz. fun. Tom, Tom Schultz. Schultz. That's that's the guy. That's the guy. Yep. Um, and eventually he did record even you know a lot of stuff that was on the same level. It just never hit as as hard as the first Boston album. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely like a, a, a style of 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 uh, uh, you know g- going about the the music industry. Devin Townsend's one we did recently that's yep. in that in that vein. Um, also, uh, one of the guests we had uh, before that's that's uh, his own mastermind, Spiral Cell, um, was a previous episode we had. Uh, he did he uh, uh, does everything himself and. Uh, he he performs, but he has like you know a bunch of like looping and backing mm-hmm. stuff going on. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, again, uh, 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 I'd love to see it live, but I understand you have a very if you have a very busy uh, life going on. I would love to. Maybe one day yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe maybe they'll pick up one of these songs and throw it on uh, a video game or something, and people will be like, I want to see. I would love that if it was in a video game. Right. Right. That's that's yeah that's how some bands really shoot up man like uh like uh uh, uh what was the one from Borderlands uh Oh my god yeah Yeah everyone knows Ain't No Rest for the Wicked yes. and mostly I think because of that game's infinite. That's cool you know what I mean For sure uh uh yeah we're in a completely different like landscape for music it's crazy Um but speaking of a completely different landscape for music, we have another track for you guys, uh, which uh, might be a completely different landscape from the previous song. But oh, actually, no, this but one's still part kind of, of the same song. I was about to say, no, this is the one that kind of it kind of yeah, fades it leads, into. So. Yeah, yeah, so same this is, same riff as Sinking Ember, the exact same chords the whole time. Okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah, this is uh, from a fiery surf. Yeah, yeah, from Fiery Surf, from the titular Fiery Surf. <laughs> yeah, almost the 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 name of the album, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was way too long to be a single. <laughs> it was, uh, but yeah. I in in my mind, it's the focus track. But probably for most people, it isn't. Uh, I mean, I, I, this I was like works. the birth of the Fire Whale. Was this song? Okay. Oh, okay. So this is the, yeah. This is when it first comes into into being for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Um, so, okay, this one I had a thought that the uh, 
the source as referenced in the previous track is uh he finds is a siren that drew him to it you know um and uh i was thinking that you know a lot of this you know for this track in particular is like an allegory with the siren song and being drawn into it and the storm and all that like you know an allegory for maybe a toxic relationship uh uh and which which in the end you know comes into a positive you know place because you mm-hmm. end end with ripple in the sky you know yeah um yeah uh yeah, yeah. that is uh that is close enough that that could be what it is. <laughs> Sorry if I got too close. No, no, that's uh, but, uh, uh, it's yeah. it's a it's kind of like a slightly different twist on how I think about it, but it's 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 effectively the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, you know, that's I, awesome. I'm probably bringing my own stuff to it too. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. But which uh, I hope people do when they listen, right? That's yeah. I think we yeah. all do when we listen to an album. It speaks to us in different times and different ways, and yeah. yeah. Well, our, this our, one's. Uh, also, I, but at the same time, I hope yeah. it doesn't speak to too many people because this is definitely the darkest track. <laughs> I hope well, definitely, not that many people yeah. are going through this. Maybe people have gone then there, but uh, well, yeah. Um, as far as the story of the album goes, it is definitely yeah the dark point before you like kind of rise up into more positive uh, uh, yeah. uh, vibes. It's when know. our hero, as you put it, uh, yes. slips yeah. to his darkest depths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at the same and, time, very relatable because. Like, yeah. Like the or like the last album we did, morbid yeah. stuff like Yeah. And it, you know, and throughout your life, like there's always like those moments or shit happens, like, I know exactly what they're talking about. Like or you can yeah. read it. Yeah. Or same thing maybe like four or five years, like you'll jam like listen to this record and then all of a sudden something will happen, like you'll listen to it again, like something else will click. Like, uh-huh. This makes uh-huh. more sense. This yeah. is what yeah. you can relate yeah. to it on a different level again. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, upon upon repeated like listening and and things. Yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, like unless un- like especially like what I was mentioning, like you know, uh, a toxic relationship thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, if you're like in one, you know, you might not know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You might not <laughs> see the the connection or whatever. You're in the storm. Uh, you know, you're in the storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're in the. That's midst exactly of... what this song is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. You're you're trying to you're 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 going to the siren call, which is you know self defeating and uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, but yeah, like like I was saying though, in the end though, I love that it it goes into a you know kind of logical like place for you know positive growth growth i guess yeah um, eventually he breaks free yeah yeah but not before the, uh there's a the section at the end of the first verse that's yeah. really just like in the moment ends yeah. with uh you know her sirens call fills my mind but what i wish i could say is and then it just cuts to an instrumental because oh, yeah i did notice that yeah i was i was wondering if it was like I, I was thinking maybe the next line is what the line is, but it is. But okay. it, it takes a while to get there. Uh, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Cool. And there's cool. just some screaming in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always that's always a nice way to you know uh, emotion. Uh, uh, yeah, emote yeah. In, in a song. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially you know if you've been doing this for twelve years, like you've you you know were listening to music in the you know two thousands and stuff. So. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, when I found out the twelve year thing, it kind of made some of this click because I was like, "Oh, I think a few of these sounds are coming through from earlier times." That's cool. So actually, on Spotify, I have a uh, link to my account, a uh, playlist of my influences in chronological yeah. order. 
Okay. And I can kind of see like what I was listening to at the time and uh, see mm-hmm. a little bit how it connects to the album. But it's it, it's mixed, obviously. Like things that I yeah. am doing now are from, you know, influenced by music I heard even when I was a kid. But it yeah. definitely yeah. whatever I was listening to at the time had a uh, made its way into the yeah into the yeah. music. And I think that shows uh, just in the album as a whole. You know, it's got it's got a lot of different uh, influences at play, which is yeah yeah on the spotify for like the accounter for fire whale like the yeah. influences were pretty intense i'm like all right i yeah i'm game yeah. for all these bands yeah, just <laughs> these. yeah 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 i they, like really they, high energy rock it's got to be it's yeah. got to have emotion for me to yeah, be in mars it. volta was definitely my oh, oh man yeah. one of my oh, favorites yeah. oh yeah love me some mars volta yeah can't get enough um i think there was one that you you said was similar to some mars volta i can't remember which one but um, uh, Queens of the Stone Age and there was a yeah there's one track that, that very much yeah Queens of the Stone Age I thought uh, we'll get to that one uh, on the second half but so yeah. there's some Dyke I think Dyke and I think one of the earlier tracks I think oh yeah maybe this heard one Kaiju, man no oh man I don't know if they get out to California they but, might I think but it's uh, just crazy surf rock but there's no singing it's all instrumental it's yeah. all just great guitar and it's and high insane, energy insane it's high, high energy, energy stage right. show yeah. I'm looking that up right after Dude, this. you need it. Oh yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, it'll it'll fix your life. See them live if possible. Uh, watch okay, them. Awesome. Watch them burn any, some shit. Like, yeah, any eclipse live you find. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just go do it. <laughs> like they were they were burning shit in a very short bar that I was in, and I was like, <laughs> but this is they know highly unsafe, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went outside to burn more stuff. So it was like more, their van. Yeah, their van and stuff. <laughs> uh, they all they wear masks too, so they have like a whole. And they don't talk once it's on the once they're playing. They'll just point and like basically they'll sit up like in the middle of a stage, like not on the stage, like in the middle of the floor. And if they've, they decide they want to start moving around, they'll point yeah. to people and like, you know, like and equipment, like like view, like <laughs> won't say anything. Just point, like just they, they yeah. want you to move all their like amps and stuff around and like reset it back up, and they'll keep playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so note to Man, anyone out there: if you see Daikaiju on a poster, go to that show. You will not be disappointed. All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna move on to one more, or sorry, uh, two more. We have two more clips for you guys before we go move on to our break. But um, this next track is called "A Ripple in the Sky." Can't help but smile all that pain. It's the end of a beautiful thing with intent. And action, we will grow, we will grow. So, uh, when was this uh, uh, written in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, great question. This is right before I moved to India. So, this is the oh, end of college. Okay. This is kind of coming out of the emotional state of the breakup and yeah. kind of life was felt a bit in slow motion because I was leaving my hometown, uh, oh, yeah. going to leave my country, you know, temporarily, but yeah. you know, it felt like yeah. a big thing to be doing. Definitely. And for sure, yeah. for sure. Especially for everything years. felt a bit, yeah. in slow motion and, uh, tender and, uh, yeah. there was, was really a moment of reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, That's a really, really like, 
good time to to write a song <laughs> yeah you know what i mean that's like it seems like the, the well perfect storm you know not not you know pun not pun intended um for for you know making some some stuff yeah um yeah so the the ripple in the sky the idea there yeah. is um the fire whale when he's under so the fire whale is yes by the way a uh a i guess mythical creature um okay is this a real thing no. Or, um, oh, okay, okay. Myth- sorry, sorry, sorry. Mythical in the in fire whale universe. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. In the, I like in a the good fire whale universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like a good story. I'm a huge yeah. fan of like fantasy, and uh, yeah. so I also with this album, I really wanted to make a story, and so there's a lot of imagery in the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the fire whale when he's uh, underwater, so his skin wants to uh, constantly burst into flames but when he's underwater he can't so he's just the smoldering dark okay. cloud yeah uh uh slowly moving this you know massive creature uh through the oh. the dark depths of the sea but yeah. the whale has to come to the surface yeah 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 and when he does he bursts uh out into the air so from underneath you would see a ripple in the sky yeah yeah and when he does he just erupts into flame but i like to think it doesn't hurt uh-huh. him yeah. Uh, it's uh, finally a moment to breathe the fresh air, not breathing his own smoke anymore. Yeah. Uh, which is what he's doing when he's underwater yeah, and in his yeah. smoldering state uh, and is free for a moment. And then, you know, the whole cycle will repeat. We all go through cycles in life. And uh, yeah. But this yeah. is a moment of kind of uh, suspended animation. Man, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. That's a great explanation for <laughs> for what the song is about. <laughs> and that's sort of the image that yeah. was behind the whole album. Uh, yeah, was yeah, was that this this middle kind of uh, portion, uh, uh, almost midway through the the story of the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was also thinking that it really um, feel like like you know is about some growth and acceptance self-acceptance yep. um exactly you know kind of expounding upon uh the last lyric which was i'm nobody's man but my own uh, mm-hmm. from the previous song um so uh yeah yeah uh, uh really really um positive uh, uh song to uh to throw on if you're you know if you need some some words of encouragement or something you know? and it's kind of just simple indie rock too which for me is was hard to do i'm like yeah. i just want to add like all this stuff to it but i yeah tried to keep it really bare bones to yeah you know, strip away yeah. everything uh to yeah. capture a more mm-hmm. raw feeling yeah and you do break into some some jamming stuff later in the song, yeah but, yeah um, for sure yeah i definitely want to capture this this moment of it because it's um one thing i noticed in the first half of the album at least um it seems like your vocals get more pronounced until oh, okay. this track where it is the most pronounced. Yeah. You know, I think I get um, better at singing also. Cause it, you know, this happened over <laughs> a few years. And so, okay. Uh, yeah. I was, I was wondering, yeah, I was wondering if that was like a, a thematic thing or, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- this one was meant to be more of a, an honest sounding voice uh, yeah, because yeah. of the nature of the song. That's, mm-hmm. That's true, at least for this song. And then later on, yeah. we go back to the kind of psych rock thing. There's like a Definitely. little bit of distortion and yeah, uh, echo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, and at, to this point, it's thematic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And this nice. really starts... So this 
I, I think it was around this point that I knew that there was going to be the album about the fire whale. It was originally going to be called the fire whale, but then I couldn't come up yeah. with a better band name. And so, I, Oh, uh, so that became the band name. So that became, and you were like, yeah. Oh, I need a new, new album name. Yeah. Cause I didn't <laughs> want to do a self title. Um, ah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so Are I you knew saving that or, uh, <laughs> now I Some just, people I've never been like into self titles. You know no, what I mean? I'll never do it. <laughs> okay. Every, okay. But this album James, is really about James is the saying on the podcast right now he's never going to do a self title right. You can, hold him you can to, hold that me to that. Yeah. In the future. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Um, so I knew that this song was going to come right after. So like the the from a fiery surf ends with just like a, a bunch of distortion in the yeah. electric guitar, yeah. and I, I wanted that. I always knew that that was going to just fade into uh, this acoustic piece. Yeah. Um, and so it was around here that I knew that there was going to be this album. And then I started writing this song based on a new, um, a new theme musically. So the, oh, the, the chords, okay. uh, really change here. And yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the song that took me about five years to write. Cause I, I was trying oh, wow. to articulate something that felt really important to me and it, it took a long time yeah. to do that and basically was written over the course of the entire time in India. And then I come back to uh, the U S and started grad school and it was like yeah. having reverse culture shock and starting a new life and things like that. So it, it yeah. kind of encompassed yeah. this whole period. Um, yeah. And uh, what ended up being neat about the, really the whole album is that I wasn't planning to have it take so long obviously, but yeah. what ended up being cool is that it, 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 in the end, a chronological, basically every song was written chronologically. Oh, okay. And so it okay, ends up just following this story. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It ends up following, I mean, it's really like a personal story that I turned yeah. into yeah. with all these uh, uh, analogies and, and everything. Um, yeah. But so this one ended up being a, in the end, a 13 minute long song. So tracks uh, five through uh, eight. So Ripple in the Sky all the okay. way through Merge Victorious, where originally all one yeah. song that was 13 minutes long. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, Nice. Yeah, this starts it off. Well, uh, that actually fits perfectly into the next clip I have for you guys before we go on break. Um, so I've uh, put six and seven together. I have the end of six and the, the beginning of seven uh, for the next clip because, um, yeah, this is one of those albums that is almost continuous throughout the entire thing. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of good transitions, but there was also a lot of good in-between points. So this is the first one where I could like be like, all right, I'm taking this one. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, this is going to be uh, uh, serenity within chaos into uh, not all those who wander are lost. Should have said something when the break was. 
Those probably people don't don't hear it, which is great. Also, you can listen to the well, whole yeah, album and that, yeah, not that was, be aware of when the transitions are. Yeah, that was one thing I I loved about it. You know, I, I was uh, you know both was complaining and loving about it because like I was picking clips and I was like, wait, where does this, where's yeah. the in between point for this? Um, and uh, but but I yeah, that's it's a it's a great album to just put on and listen to the entire thing. You know, it's uh, all I've ever wanted, Brad. Thank you. Yeah, unshuffled <laughs> by the way. Oh my unshuffled. God. Please don't do that. It's uh, even better when you have like a record. You like the first time you you've never heard or maybe yeah. like you hear maybe a song, but you never heard like the whole whole album. But you put it on, you maybe just got it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. relaxing, and also yeah. and same thing like some tracks. Just like is this one song? How long is this? And you're like, oh, I've listened to three songs. Yeah, because yeah, you just yeah, you don't realize they just kind of blend yeah. and they just kind of work so yeah. well together in that. Yeah, yeah, that's the magic of a concept album. Yes, yes, that's true. That's true uh they they're often very very uh, i find the artists are working like at top notch when they're making concept album i think like it just like i didn't expect like going through all these that i'd love as many of them as i did a lot of thought into each track yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but there's always so much thought put into just every perfect mixtape where there's layers where you want to have like the story kind of being told in Mm -hmm. that sense yeah yeah concept albums are dope guys I know that if you're listening to this, you probably already know that, but like, <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I love uh, I love the way that it, it tra- like the, the track six transitions into the, like another like surf rock slash for me, post hardcore kind of jam. Um, and I was also thinking, have you ever heard of uh, Me Without You or Fleet Foxes? Fleet you Foxes, yes. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, I got a little bit of Fleet Foxes in some of this. But me without That's you. That's crazy. Nobody's ever. Much. I've never identified that, and nobody's ever mentioned that before. But I was. This was when I learned about the Fleet Foxes. Was right wow. when I was making. Really. Uh, like this part <laughs> of that song. Oh, crazy! That's cool. I never realized that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I, Fleet Foxes was really big for me in, in college. Like. <laughs> nice. When I just ever since them, hearing I them, just... I just want to put like the reverb to saturation on all the vocals. I. <laughs> stayed away from it yeah. but it's I, yeah I love yeah their yeah sound well yeah and i i found out about uh them that they were actually from um an area of of washington where like big chorus vocals were done in like clubs uh, uh i guess like there was people oh, that okay. were doing those big grandiose state vocals. Washington? washington state okay uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was apparently popular in a certain area, like doing those big grandiose, like, uh, uh, almost, uh, Gregorian chant like vocals. Uh, so okay, the, yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's part of how I think they got that sound. Um, but, uh, yeah, love Fleet Foxes, but me without you is another one that you really, really remind me of yeah, a couple of these out. tracks, uh, cause the, the, the guitar and how, um, uh, I don't know, the spaciness, I guess of it is what I've always described it as, but I don't have, I wonder if, I wonder if why you're saying this is because, so part of the kind of, uh, signature sound of this album is the reverb is really just to 11. Uh, and it's kind of, it saturates at Uh some point and, uh, it happens at several points throughout the album, but this, you know, this part of the song, the, um, not all those who wander are lost. The instrumental part is, uh, it's just guitar, tabla, and drums, nothing else. And so okay. the you can hear the sound of the guitar a lot more. And it's yeah, what, what gives it its sound is just all the reverb. Oh, no bass even. 
Okay. No, there's no bass. Yeah. Uh, ah, that was also that. a judgment call that took me a while yeah. to uh, decide to do, but, um, good call. I didn't uh, notice it. At all, it makes though. it a bit, I don't know, a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I, cause like, it's one of those things where like, you know, you just assume bass is in like every track, right? You know, uh, I think it was around this time that I also started listening to Alt J for the first time, and they okay. don't have, uh, at least in their first album, an yeah. awesome wave. They don't have bass. They have synth sometimes that, yeah, uh, plays that role. But uh, yeah, that was the first time I had ever heard of anybody doing that kind of thing, and I think that gave me a bit more courage to do it. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. There are a couple of duo bands I love. They're just drum and guitar. Yeah, I guess oh, like Black right. Keys and one stuff, but... uh, restaurant, and also in the whale. In the those whale. two are just ah. really solid too. A, a distant cousin to Fire Whale. Yeah, maybe. speaking of Jonah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, no, yeah. Two pieces are always impressive when they can pull it off. Yeah, so I was like, like, in the whale before. I think they opened for like Agent Orange. Oh wow! That and like I'm a like, who show? is this? And like yeah. track one or two, like it's kind of getting started, but they yeah. were like amped up. At, like they had high energy, like twelve. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Come yeah. on, never get front. And they like, play yeah. another song, like like a right way, like I bought like a CD. I'm like these guys are great. I'm like holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's exactly what I wanted. There's right some then. people that just have that stage presence. They man. are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about uh, um, uh, jazz. What was it? Jazzcore Friction, I think, is their name. Yes. Uh, they're they're uh, uh, my friend uh, Jonah and Gabe Wilson from around here. They have a three piece that is just electric live. Like the drummer uh, uh, Jonah is always like standing up and doing random shit. Like, yeah, I don't know. He's always just jumping off his drum sets, a drum set, and like jumping up and down while he's playing the drums and stuff. He's one of the most amazing drummers I've seen play live. That's fun. Just is it a uh, jazz rock fusion or is that just in the name? So I don't think there's really much jazz involved okay. in their sound but uh, uh they're very white stripes influenced and okay. i recently introduced them to king gizzard so uh, i'm anticipating a change to their sound in in the near future but we'll see what happens nice. <laughs> king gizzard has a way of changing people i think uh which, yeah, which I, uh which track here which what track is when you inter- you find king gizzard of these sadly after I, oh so okay I, okay this is all so post recent convert yeah yeah I, uh, yeah pre so this is pre pre giz for you yeah, yeah. so yeah. i uh i guess the background here is i've been messaging with brad about uh king gizzard a bunch yeah. and that's how i found your podcast yeah you in listened the first to place. the uh the omnium gatherum episode yeah found. and then yeah. i've also listened to the episode on microtonal banana and polygon <laughs> duana land oh those are i'm just those are fun. I'm obsessed with uh, uh, one of those was the halloween episode or something right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we have we have two that's a yearly tradition now uh halloween episode with king gizzard <laughs> <laughs> i can see but. david's a fan of them Oh yeah, those are fun. Those it's are something that definitely uh, Brad influenced on me because before them, like I heard of him, but like, I never got into it. Yeah, yeah. It's like man, you gotta try this. And like I think it was before we yeah. just did the last album. Uh-huh. I went through into like three or four albums. Like, all right, yeah, these guys are pretty good. Gotta give it to them. Yeah. These guys, these guys got something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a because you don't want to believe it at first. You don't want to believe no, it at first that they can be that good. You it's know? just overwhelming. You it just it doesn't make. You sense. don't know where to start. No. So. <laughs> It was like uh, maybe December this year uh, or, you know, a few months ago. And I had heard like one song and I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah. I think from uh, I'm in your mind fuzz. And uh, yes, I was like, I had heard enough about them and their Instagram seems super fun. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to 
just going to go for it. I, you know, they, I hear they have some concept albums. Yeah. And so yeah. I listened to every single album start to finish in chronological order oh, from wow. December through uh, however long it took me. There's like a, a few months. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, now they're just one of my favorite bands in the world. And yeah. no, yeah. this is, um, I started listening to them around the time that I released the album, but the album was yeah. basically yeah. done uh, yeah. by that yeah. time. So we'll no, see. I mean, I, well, I, I was going to say, I mean, I think that, I mean, it fits in a similar like category as far as like the psych rock kind of yeah. thing going. Like, because that's something that like is a little bit more recent that that's coming back is the psych psychedelic stuff. Yeah. Like is becoming more of the thing, which I love, you know. Yeah, I me love. too. But now it's and not, <laughs> not in a cheesy 90s way either. Like, yeah, there's some there's some psych rock that's like yeah. 70s psychedelic rock that's just, uh, you know, not different from, I guess, uh-huh. the what people were doing a yeah. while ago but yeah there's also yeah. some really cool innovative stuff yeah Gizzards. yeah and yeah they, and they're they're one, one of the bands that have given me more hope in in rock moving forward you know what i mean yeah because um, i mean especially while you know in the with the rise of hip-hop i'm a big hip-hop fan i was like yeah this is pretty much rock and roll now i don't know if rock is coming back yeah <laughs> and then like you know a few bands like king gizzard uh uh you know come out and uh inspector 34 who's been on the podcast um like you know a few few bands here and there give me hope for for rock moving forward you know what i mean we just need that energy still i i yeah, i understand yeah. what you're saying how it's not it might not live forever yeah. in, in the way that we know yeah. it but yeah not the way it was you when still need we you still kids. need some punk rock yeah. you still need some metal like nothing has yeah. quite the same energy but some, they do yeah. it in a way that's pup. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah pup yeah pup's the band we covered last <laughs> week and they have a lot of really really good energy too um but yeah but yeah, yeah i guess they're they're new new takes on it yeah yeah but yeah i guess just to answer your question i will see what happens in the next album but as yeah. soon as i hear them i'm like <laughs> okay i need to somehow have two drummers in all of my music from now <laughs> on yeah yeah yeah. how do i how do i compete with this uh <laughs> fucking they're, they're putting out like five albums a year what do i do <laughs> that, that i can't compete with <laughs> yeah 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 i know right like they've, they've clearly set a standard that like no one can compete with really yeah. in a in a healthy way yeah. you know <laughs> and say but it's, it's a, a bit like the beatles in that there's a there yeah, many songwriters right yeah, like there are yeah. many people contributing it's a big project right they yeah and, i mean yeah Stu mckenzie i guess does yeah most he's of the, it, but, the mastermind but uh but he's just super happy yeah. for everybody else to contribute as much yeah. as they want yeah as much or as little and uh, so yeah. you know the beatles were super prolific too i never understood how the yeah. beatles released one album a year but they have you know really yeah. three songwriters yeah, 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 yeah. I especially after watching the documentary, I was like, "Wait, these guys weren't even 30? What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I was like, Obviously, I'm, "I am 33 now, so this is all very you're alarming." You're retired. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> bands like um, Unknown Mortal Orchestra and Tame Impala are some of my favorites these days, and you know yeah. they're one one person, and they release an album every several years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's, which is when that's it's like that, totally that totally understandable. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to take a quick break though, uh, before we get to the last, uh, I think five tracks we got left for you guys. Um, so, uh, yeah, when we get back from the break, we will be, uh, finishing up what uh, you were saying is, you know, a con- kind of used to be a continuous song with track eight emerge victorious. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, stay tuned for that on the album concept. Ever. This is Reese. And this is Nate from side B. And you're listening to Album Concept Hour.
<laughs> Man. Oh, yeah. That's a way better audio quality here than the, the first time I heard that on the podcast. <laughs> I had no idea what it was saying, but now I can make out. Yeah, yeah. What I, is Dave uh, drinking? Still, still one of uh, one of our finest moments, I think. Because uh, that cause that one came completely out of nowhere. We didn't plan that. That was like early on. Very, too. very early on. Yeah, we were kind of just testing out how to do the podcast, I think, at that point. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, in case you uh, uh, are unfamiliar. That's from Polygon. Don't want to be a crumbling Lands. castle. Yeah, yeah. At the end, uh, end bit of crumbling castle. It's a very long track. It's like... What thirteen minutes? Twelve yeah, something 13. like that. It's awesome, yeah, 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 all yeah. of it, every second. Of oh it. yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I and the music video, especially if you watch along with the music video, it's wild. Yeah, all their music videos are really, really good. They, they are. Uh, uh, yeah, that's something we're gonna talking do about. The, lo-fi. Uh, yeah. yeah, their music videos are very lo-fi. Yes, they're great. Very band. lo-fi, and I love all of it. It's just, uh, it brings me back. <laughs> But um oh yeah yeah we're on one day of drinking that's right uh, uh, uh what uh, what are we what are we doing so I'll uh, let's see I'll start and then uh, we'll go to Dave then Jake then James how about that um, I am uh, sipping on well I was sipping on some uh, Fantasy Factory from Carbon Four my uh, former employer Carbon Four um, and uh, really really actually enjoyed that I haven't had it in a while um but uh it's very good it's got it's got the picture of the cat uh uh with a gun on a unicorn in case you're familiar with that <laughs> image um and it was, uh it was an internet familiar was, if you're not then i am i'm sorry i'm sorry that it was she, an internet post and then they actually like stole it and like used it i think technically without permission i think they ended up they end up doing something yeah for, yeah but... i think they ended up either hiring that person for other stuff yes. or something because originally like, they just like kind of yeah, used it there's a few yeah 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 they just they found an internet meme and put it on their beer uh and then uh, a guy was like wait uh, you know that's, that's mine that's that my, was my meme <laughs> yeah that's <was> my meme <laughs> like you're i mean you know, it was fine but you're making money off of it so like <laughs> um give me, some, yeah, it's, give me some of that money give me some of that oh, cheddar good. And then, uh, yeah, I think that he did design a few more of uh, their cans. I believe so, yeah. There's very similar styles. But, um, yeah, yeah, the other thing I am sipping on is uh, what Dave brought over today. This is uh, some New Glarus Kid Kolsch. Uh, you want to you wanna take it away, Dave? <laughs> Man, it's, uh, it's a seasonal. It's not out all the time. but it, So about a month or so ago, I saw the schedule. Like, it's going to be – it will be out. It will be out soon, and it's yeah. when it releases, I – I get a little excited. It's basically just yeah, super simple and happy, and it's a little goat and yeah, it's almost like that's a, a local brewery fest. there. Yep. Yeah, this one's this just, is the one that's only in Wisconsin. We do not like even the notorious Wisconsin they do not brewery, even export. Like cows yeah. and gotcha. one and you have to smuggle this into other states if you want to. Uh, if you want <laughs> yeah, to get people it, have you know. gotten in big Fine. trouble. People have literally. Yeah. yeah, this is something that happens it's regularly. Happens in New York, places <laughs> in Minnesota, places in Minnesota have served it over the border and yep. Ah, uh, no, no good. Bars in no New York can't do that. And try to serve it as well. The New yeah, Glarus police them. burst in, and they're like, "No, how dare you!" <laughs> so sorry about this intrusion, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah one of the one of the best uh, local local breweries around. What's so a post sure. post of the song earlier? It's not a dark beer. It's just a Kolsch. It's light drinking, yep, and again, yep. it's. I keep wanting to bring stuff on, but I'm like, ah, it's been a long day. It's hot. Yeah. Like I just want 
Yeah. Something light. Yeah, yeah. I love so a Kolsch. It works. It reminds me of like October. I drink a lot of Kolsch. I haven't had. I don't think I've had Kolsch before, but this is uh, this is good. I've had that one before. It's good. Yeah. It's a solid yeah. beer, and yeah. I, I yeah. posted a video of the uh, or the picture before we doing the listen through earlier, and a couple yeah. of friends like, great beer. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, I'm never, I'm never disappointed really with new layers. They're, they're no matter even though I'm not good. a big fan good. of the they're, style. They're point. It's it's tasty. I like the uh, uh, what is it? The moon moon man. moon man moon man. No no coast. Oh yeah, I, love me some moon no man. coast pale ale. Yeah yeah. Did a wedding in Monroe last weekend and drove right by New Glarus Brewery. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Nice nice. You stop in grab a. Grab, uh, it was about grab a tour. <laughs> get drunk. Twelve thirty a.m. and I was like, yeah, but it's probably not the best idea. Yeah yeah. yeah that's a good time for a beer. <laughs> I, always, I always drive by on the way to yeah, not the best time for beer. Uh, oh, great time. What are you talking about? Twelve uh, thirty. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, I always post Bloody drive Mary by time on the way to my uh, step fam, <laughs> step siblings' uh, houses are in Monroe, so I usually pass by New Glarus on the Another way. Cool little town. Yeah, we got a lot of cool little little, little guys. towns here and there. Little taverns. Yeah, yeah. Jake, what you got? What you drinking? What you sipping on? Uh, nature's touch. Nice. Nature's Natural touch. spring water. Ah, <laughs> sweet. Been touched by the water. Trip. Yeah. The old quick trip. Nice. K-W-I-K. Nice. Uh, those Drip. ones, you can kind of like like twist them up and then like pop the bottle you off, can, pop the cap you off, can. and yes, really can. freak people out. That's it's right. Great. It's good time. I don't know what you're talking about, but I approve it. I used to do it after like <laughs> every show when I was in my band back in the day. I would pop as many of those as I could find. <laughs> I uh, last Yesterday was the last day of school for the regular school year that I... yeah. This for the school. That oh, I teach that's at. right. And that's so, right. Yeah, uh, pops I had and a caps. couple. A couple. Couple pops were. Yeah, caps were popped. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. That tracks. That's, I'm glad that yeah. I'm glad that they're keeping the tradition alive. Yeah. Uh, in, yeah. in newer generations. Yeah. This also refer- sounds like it might be a Midwest thing. I've never heard of. It <laughs> 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 could be. Could be. Did you have sack tapping uh, in California? Yes, we do. Okay, okay, that was universal. Okay, uh, um, fortunately, <laughs> it is it is it has stopped as far as I know. Uh, let's not bring it back right now, and we by describing what it is. Uh, is what it are you sipping on, James? Ca- <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got some homemade mead. Homemade wow. mead, oh, yeah. mead, oh, mead okay. as in honey wine. Yeah, yeah. Like I nice. said earlier, I'm a big fan of uh, fantasy, so I think yeah. I was. So I used to make beer and it's just a lot of work. And yeah, I was reading uh, the King Killer Chronicles. I don't know if you guys know King these kinds of books, okay. but The Name of the Wind is the first book. Okay. Excellent book if you if you like I'll fantasy. Check, yeah. Absolutely excellent. And there's a scene where he basically just uh, describes drinking mead and just like the flavor of the honey and the sweetness. And it's like, you know, it's supposed to be... Yeah. Fantasy medieval times, so yeah, you don't yeah, normally yeah. have like sweets like that, and so yeah. I was like, man, I really want some mead, and so I, yeah, I made a, oh, yeah. a, a huge batch of it. Nice, you just brewed your own. Yeah, that's, it's a, that's yeah. That's instead great. of going yeah, out, you were it, like, you know what? I'm well, I had make all the equipment own. already for the beer, and I just wasn't oh, using yeah, it because the beer was too right much over. To me. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. way easier. You have to be really patient. It takes like a year to, for it to be any good, but the 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 work up front is as you basically just mix water and honey and yeast and let it go mm-hmm. wow Jay, wow. do you ever make it down to san diego uh, a few times there's a pretty decent meter i just heard that open or not 
just opened up the I think it's called Lost Cause Meadery down okay, in San Diego. Cool. It's pretty good. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there right, there are it. some good local yeah, there's some good microbrews all over California. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're they're like yeah. one of the kings when it comes to microbrew beer. Yeah, yeah. They always like to like, you know, uh, uh uh take something that Wisconsin's doing really well. And then do it like try to do it better. You know what I mean? Like there's the cheese thing and the the, the you know well, happy cows. The, yeah, the, happy, cow, the happy cows yeah. thing and then now they're the microbreweries. You know, uh, <laughs> my head I'm just bitter. California. I'm just bitter about the happy cows thing. I don't think we've eaten you on cheese. I think Wisconsin's well known for cheese. Yeah, thank you, thank you. The we quality of cheese for sure. <laughs> the production of cheese, I think, has been over at times has gone back and forth. But really? uh, questionable. I didn't even know yeah. that. So fears, yeah. Fears oh, we, that's one. The one thing. Sketchy. Well, that's the one thing that we got, and so we keep track. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's razor thin. We know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we cannot let California overcome us on cheese. This cannot stand. <laughs> Monroe Monroe has a, a their whole thing is the cheese days. That's that's. Oh my god! This is a Monroe centric uh, episode. I love me cheese days. Ah. Uh. That's a very that's a very Wisconsin thing. <laughs> See, do, do they have days. cheese days in uh, in California <laughs> anywhere? I I know of. Yeah. <laughs> there's I way too many. There's way too many other great things in California. You don't need cheese days. <laughs> this is a uh, yeah yeah. If you can tell, this is a Midwest. It's uh, been the podcast. cheese hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're very passionate about our cheese. Can we get a cheese sponsor. <laughs> We fucking should. Like, I'd love to have a cheese sponsor. Honestly, oh my god, I would. I would taste cheese with the beer. You know, like that's that's a thing, right? Wine and beer. Yeah, yeah. Cheese. Well, I know why it's not? usually beer, wine and yeah, beer, but yeah, why not beer and cheese? It's the Wisconsin version. Or wait, I just said wine and beer. Yeah, uh, you, you can do Bloody Mary, but <laughs> wine and like, cheese. Yeah. Wine and cheese. Yes, yes, yes. Beef not, sticks and some cheese in there. Beef, beef sticks. You know, we got, we got, we got, we got those too. Yeah. Do some blue cheese stuffed olives. Do some martinis. You can mix. Mm. You can taste them. That yeah, you got a whole meal. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, anyway, that is uh, that has been our uh, our very famous segment. Uh, what is Dave and long winded this time? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we were uh, curious though uh, before we got into uh, more tracks. Um, uh, one qu- question we usually ask our uh, guests is. Uh, what are uh what what was some music that you kind of first called your own uh as you know like like going back to like maybe middle school or earlier you know um what was something that you heard that like you know immediately i know you mentioned the surf rock a little bit but yeah um, i guess that would be probably rage against the machine i think tight i think that was the first time i was really like into a band and like learning about you know the message that they were yeah. spreading and yeah that's i was great. trying to that's was a great place the time to start that, that i was learning i mean before that i you know i grew up with the beatles and the beatles were super okay. important to me and yeah yeah uh you know i also had like the things that i liked in elementary school that you know were you also or whatever <laughs> were you also raised with beach boys as well or was it just more of the beatles some beach boys okay. my dad always talked about the harmonies in yeah, the beach yeah. boys and i never got it yeah yeah uh, do, you, do you get it now time, though? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, now yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. why it's. Yeah. yeah, I was the same way. I was. I, I would heard about the Beach Boys a lot, and I was like, "Oh, those surf guys, whatever." And then I heard Pet Sounds <laughs> in its entirety, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> yeah, this is what you were talking. Oh about. my god, 
uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, um, but yeah, some people uh, aren't raised with any Beach Boys at all. You know what I mean? Um, souls. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. You know, like uh, it's it's a good thing to have in your life. But um, yeah, that's a, a, a yeah. We've been talking recently on the podcast about Beach Boys because uh, we had a, a Jim Warren on from Inspector Thirty Four tell us all about uh, uh, how after Pet Sounds, there's a good decade of great music for the Beach Boys. Really, actually, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know really that explored either. Yeah, very uh, much. So I've, le- I've, cool. I've listened to like a couple past Pet Sounds now, and like, yeah, I'm I'm like, yeah, they they keep on, you know. Uh, uh, going down a similar uh, path as uh, okay, that sounds. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's Check definitely definitely worth a listen if you are curious about about the Beach Boys and enjoyed Pet Sounds or something. Nice. Um, but um, yeah. So 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 Rage Against the Machine though one one of the yeah, first. Yeah. I was I was starting to learn guitar around the time that I was listening to Rage, so I Ooh, learned yeah. a few songs and just you know found what Tom Morello was doing. Yeah. A guitar player, super. Yeah. innovative and interesting and i was really into that like making yeah. weird sounds and you yeah. know i would try to go and like scratch my guitar with a pick and just see if it sounded cool obviously not as cool as what tom morello's doing but <laughs> i was inspired at least well yeah he's uh, got he's got crazy like stacks of of yeah whatever on his stage you know what i mean like he's got and the <laughs> the whammy pedal that was uh-huh. uh kind of rare at the time yeah and he's got that guy yelling behind him all the time. Like you know, he's not, <laughs> he's not, he's not worried about inspiration. Him. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was the first time I was really like into a band. And also, yeah, you know, I was also listening to like to to hip hop at that time. I do listen to other yeah. Uh, yeah, stuff, yeah. but I, I don't know. That fed my like high energy rock. Yeah, uh, yeah. roots. Well, um, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, I'm blanking on the lead singer's name. Zach. Zach, Zach De La Rocha. Yeah, yeah, Zach De La Rocha. He's uh, he's guested on um, like th- I think three Run the Jewels tracks. Um, I know you're. I don't know if okay. you Run the Jewels, but like I yeah, I every to him a track, little bit, but... every track he shows up on is just magnificent. Okay, you know? it cool. makes you want to hear him in a purely hip hop setting. Yeah. Really <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's one of those artists that keeps on popping up, you know, in in various things and like guesting on things and always making a big statement. Up you know what I mean? Off. Yeah, he's <laughs> definitely. Even if I'm not like ever, I've never been like a huge Rage Against the Machine guy, but like I, I love all the members of it outside of of any of the music yeah. stuff. They're just great people. Yeah, um, I mean, they had a message to to deliver. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they were yeah. doing it for more than just the music. Well, and there's that video of Zach De La Rocha interviewing Noam Chomsky. Have, have, have you ever seen that? Oh my god, no! Oh my god, he's Amazing. he's geeking out so hard talking to oh, Noam cool. Chomsky. It's so funny because <laughs> like Noam Chomsky is at this point maybe like I don't know sixty or something in the video, but he's you know he's an old man and you know it was in the '90s, so like yeah, it was probably just the last thing that people expected when tuning into an interview from Zach De La Rocha. But uh <laughs> you learn things when you paid enough attention to the Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Yeah. You learn about things going on he's, in the world. He and... really yeah, he's he's well versed on on all sorts of stuff. And Tom Morello studied yeah. political science in college. I remember maybe oh, that was a uh, kind of indirectly an influence met. on me too. Oh, okay. Is like uh yeah. you know the idea of being an academic and also doing music. Yeah. Yeah. And was in Madison for some protest while back, or I think it was during Scott Walker. 
Oh, what, did he? Yeah, I think yeah, he was in. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense. In town, yeah. and also playing music during the events and stuff to you. Ah, oh, man, I that's like the that's like the protest that I I, I wasn't protesting much yet, but that I always hear stories that. from that. Uh, what uh, uh, was it? Ten years ago now, or something? Two thousand ten. Yeah. Um, there was a, a twelve. Was it twelve? Two thousand twelve. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Two thousand ten. 2010 that was 12 years ago oh yeah 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 right math uh um but yeah 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 wisconsin was going through a lot and is still going through a lot uh repercussions from from what happened then teacher Um, labor issues yes yes uh uh yeah it's a really long and complicated story but it it's uh it's not great being a battleground state is pretty much the long and short of it Mm. Uh, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> have some cheese. But uh, yeah. Before we, we get too more... far, um, we were up? talking about popping caps, and let's <laughs> just make sure. I just wanted to make sure that we weren't <laughs> well, like referring. Huh. Interesting. Actually, yeah. that's a that's a new wrinkle to this that I never thought considered. Uh, it did cross could, my mind. I'll be which honest. which came okay, first? I'm now glad. I'm wondering. Which came first? Did did popping caps off of water uh, bottles came first, or <laughs> or shooting it. people with guns? You know what I mean? Probably later. <laughs> Who's to say? I mean, honestly, probably the the cap gun. Damn kids and their water bottles <laughs> popping caps in the alley. Plow, plow. <laughs> Just fucking. Anyway, but yeah, the, the viewers uh, can't see the water bottle that you uh, that you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you have a water bottle with a very tiny lid. You can and, and uh, you, you can, can well you can, and the plastic is very like thin, thin that you can yeah. create enough pressure to then pop the cap off of it. At and a what's very, really cool is that it turns that into, amount of pressure. It turns into vapor. The, the right the the, uh, uh, the water that is left in the bottle turns into vapor in a really cool puff. Oh, smoke. Now that is science. And that's science. And that is what we were talking about. <laughs> yes. Not, Thank you, Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah. We were not talking about uh, some horrible stuff that has been happening lately. Uh, but uh, this next track we have for you guys is called Emerge Victorious, and it is the uh, conclusion of uh, uh, the several tracks you mentioned that were originally one. I call it the Emerge Through Emerge Victorious uh, Suite. Ah, emerge through emerge victorious. This is emerge victorious. That's uh that's that's a fun moment of the I moment. still can't believe it turned out the way it did. I I always imagined for like a period of five years or so that I would have this choir. Yeah. And yeah. I had no idea how to make it happen and didn't really know how it would actually turn out. Yeah. And so wait, is that a choir or is that keys? Uh, no, it's it's a real voice, but it's actually one okay. person. Uh so there's uh okay. again, this is when I figured out I could uh hire musicians remotely. Uh, ah, yes. to send me wave files. This is like a kind of a common thing now. And yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I just went to town and was like hiring people for all the parts that I wanted. And I found it's a choir uh, based in England called the You Angels Choir. Oh, wow. And, uh, so it is a choir. Yeah. That's um, dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, thought it was just really, really good sounding keys, maybe. You know? I tried it, but it just yeah. doesn't. It's yeah, not yeah. the same. I was like, what is that keyboard if it's keys? Because like, I, want, I want that. But yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, hired, that's, a, yeah. hired a choir just for that. Like yeah, I don't know, like fifteen seconds or however long it is, thirty Worth seconds. Worth it. It was Worth yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, I I uh, wrote this down in my notes as your uh, Pink Floyd moment. Totally, you know, because yeah. like you know that's you know in, in Dark Side, this is what breaks mm-hmm. the it wide open. You know, um, very very important. Like it's just moment in in rock music and stuff yeah absolutely um, and uh yeah yeah it, it has a similar you know kind of emotional kind of sweep to it considering what we've uh, gone through so far with uh, the main character in the album you know uh, it carries yeah. the carries the weight of yeah that. absolutely and pink yeah. floyd dark side of the moon specifically was a huge mm-hmm. uh influence that was you yeah. Know, yeah they do this they do the gapless album back at a time when That's i honestly true. don't yeah. know how they pulled it off in, in certain ways yeah uh, yeah like i had to learn like technically how you do this with a digital recording uh so you don't have like a clip between songs and you know i don't know how they someone i mean yeah. when it was vinyl it was easy right but it's yeah yeah uh, it's it's really hard to say how because there's like multiple ways i think you can do it but who was the producer yeah Dark Side? i was like alan parsons alan that- parsons i think was involved I want to say I think producing yeah. the or engineering yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah he did he had a lot of hands yeah. in that one but when it was yeah, digitized right. it must yeah. they must have revisited it I don't know I don't well, know the story here he but did yeah. their, but they that's what we have he did it too okay yeah. they, well they did uh, an SACD version which is like a five point one okay and when they when it came out he again went in I believe when the studio they cleaned up and actually designed it to be like a five point one album for okay. the SACD and it's it sounds fantastic. You know, okay, I don't know this for certain. I didn't mention it on the uh, uh, Omnium Gatherum album, but it it feels like they, for the Omnium Gatherum album from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, that they took the fully produced and mastered thing, took put it onto a vinyl, <laughs> and then the vinyl is what we're hearing, is what it feels like. When I hear it on Spotify, there's a lot of points where there's cli- like, you know, the sp- clips and... And you know, little warm tones and stuff. It almost seems like they they use fully produced the it and then use that as the what is put out. I can't confirm this. No one's talked about this yet online. So if you know anything, let me know. Because like, but like, there's a few points in the album you can hear. One of true vinyl. You can hear the vinyl pops, but like, there's it doesn't draw a lot of attention to it or anything. Yeah, so, but it's in it's there between every track actually. I yeah, to that too. I, yeah, you can so do like, that digitally now. It's really easy to just you know like lo- think about like but, lo-fi hip hop. People just add this like. But I don't you know. The thing track, is, I don't know. With they them, I don't think they would do it that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. You know, like the way that Stu thinks or whatever. I think he'd want to put it on a vinyl and then record that. Like, yeah, it sounds crazy enough that it might be true. Uh, but uh, again, I don't know if there's any King Gizzard fans that can confirm or deny that. I would. That's that's some information I'd love to have. Man, hit this nerd over here. Hit hit one six zero eight. Hit nerd is the phone number. It is real. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, we had uh, bought insurance. Yeah, yeah, we had we had we had someone uh, calling about Ween uh, uh, as well. Uh, um, thank you, uh, caller from uh, uh, Los Angeles, who called about Ween. By the way, if you're still listening, uh, we we uh, appreciate your your compliments and corrections. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, um, yeah, there's a really really uh, 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 great like moment in the album as as far as uh, you know production and, and, and emotional weight stuff goes. And, um, I feel like, you know, like, you know, we were kind of talking about in, in, you know, the previous tracks that are part of, you know, like you said, part of this track as its whole, mm-hmm. um, this is a very like, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a good place that the, you or the character has gotten to as far as they're, you know, trying to be present and uh trying to uh uh, live in the moment and um realize what is important um Mm -hmm. it's it kind of uh looks uh, a little bit like like looking at the just the lyrics it almost looks like a like a Taoist little story or poem you know oh that's cool Um, yeah i see what you mean uh yeah i I definitely read some like the book of Tao and yeah that was great early in my life but i yeah 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 i didn't I didn't think about that explicitly. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's, it, exactly. It's, yeah, it's basically it a reflection. Like mantras kind of or, the culmination. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, like reaffirming, like retelling myself yeah. that this is what we're going to do. Like we're going to, I'm going to, I intentionally use the word we yeah. throughout this entire section and never use I oh, yeah. trying to say yeah. like, like we as a collective yeah. are doing this. Uh, yeah. And the kind of, yeah, affirmations. Yeah. Uh, and you touch which, on this idea of, of um you know the the water cycle i don't know if that's mm-hmm. a, i think yeah. that might be a previous track maybe but no, it's um, throughout the whole album really is yeah the, yeah is the water cycle yeah uh-huh and and like uh initially like i thought of the character as like you know burning and coming down into the water and then joining into the water cycle as he becomes exactly. part of the ocean you know what i mean um, um yeah, yeah. I'm super happy you say that because I don't. I didn't <laughs> talk about that explicitly, but the way that I imagine ripple in the sky ending uh, yeah. is that the steam from yeah. the the this flame and the water yeah. around him yeah. goes into the sky, and then you're up in the clouds for yeah uh, for kind of the second half of ripple in the sky. Yeah, and then we come down as rain. Um, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the last couple tracks, they're like serenity yeah. within chaos and not all those who wander are lost to me yeah. are at a Creek or at a river. And yeah, yeah, yeah. water is what connects the whole album. It's not yeah. just about the ocean. The ocean's probably like, you know, the most forward yeah. theme, but the whole thing is about water. And so, yeah, yeah you got because it. like, you know, you start off with the storm, you know, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, that's a, that's a form of, of water coming down in a, in a violent way, you know? And uh, so you're showing, yeah, a lot of, a lot of aspects of, of that and the life of, of, of water and how it's connected to everything, you know? Yeah. And I was at this time around the time of at least serenity within chaos. I I mean, this is all the same song. Yeah. Um, uh, was reading Siddhartha, which talks about, uh, kind of the philosophy about it's like the, by Herman Hesse. I think I've listened to the audiobook for that one. Tell me more. So, keep keep talking about it. Like, <laughs> so it's it's basically the about the life of uh, Buddha, uh, and the I don't think it's it's, it's not actually about uh, 
Buddha specifically. It's not explicitly, but it's like a parallel story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he goes through various different stages and learning to let go of material things or learning various lessons about life. Yeah. And at one point he's by a river and talks about how the rivers, you're never looking at the same river. And, you know, yeah, even though yeah. when you look at a river, it looks like it's not changing, but it's constantly changing. And so the, yeah. I was uh, kind of invoking this wisdom about how a river and how water or a creek uh, adapts to big changes. And so, because this yeah, is me yeah. trying to learn to adapt to the things that happened just before in the, yeah, the early yeah. part of the first third of the album. Yeah. And so uh really it's about learning to adapt like water to life's changes yeah yeah um and and speaking of uh, adapting like water yeah that that transitions perfectly to the next track which is of water so there um, you go yeah here's the next track another another jam but with a little bit of vocals on top of it yeah yeah so this one's in my mind kind of a break because the first two-thirds of the album are pretty heavy (laughs) pretty intense and yeah uh, merge victorious ends on this like really epic note and yeah yeah uh it can be exhausting to go through all this stuff you know it's important you gotta face it and you gotta go through Uh these changes but yeah yeah this is really the like relaxing after all that uh, yeah, I imagine yeah. just floating down a stream. Yeah, kind of calm after the storm, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually returning to the sea, but uh, yeah, just kind of floating along for the ride at this point. Yeah. And uh, um, was this another another hire for the the vocals for this? Or? That was a roommate at the time. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Kate Gregory. Yeah. She she uh, was a a good friend and uh, roommate and does. Uh, she's a great singer and plays Irish fiddle. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, and so, uh, I was working on, uh, hard to say when the last stages of everything were, uh, I was working yeah. on some of these songs at that time while we lived together. This is in Boulder, Colorado when I was finishing my PhD okay. and, uh, she, I, I wanted, I specifically had, I, I knew the melody and I knew that I wanted it to be a female uh, voice for this song um yeah and then she took it and you know embellished on it and so yeah she did the vocals for this as well as another friend actually there's two voices in here siri rado was, oh really okay. um a good friend who i made uh in india and ended up living in boulder afterwards um so okay. they're both on that and then yeah. kate yeah. ended up playing the violins on the final track on luminescence oh okay. as well okay cool so cool this was just uh having a friend uh on the yeah. album Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great to like like uh, hire people, you know, uh, for for albums. But it's always like a different thing when it's like someone that you you know or is close to you, you know. Yeah, this is actually and, before I figured out how to hire people remotely. So yeah, this was yeah. this was a, I remember this same year I was like desperately trying to figure out how to get a trumpet on the early half uh-huh. of the album. Yeah, yeah. And I had just had no idea what uh, how to do it. Well, this track uh, has a little bit of horns too, right? Is this the same uh And person? then so that part came uh during the pandemic. That that okay. part came after. 
Okay. Well, is it the same person as the previous horns, or is this a no? Difference? It's a different person. That one's somebody okay. in San Francisco, okay. Anna yeah, Hilbert. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, nice. Nice. A friend of a roommate from California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone, someone in your your circle or whatever. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I was nice. um, at the time that I originally wrote the song. Though <laughs> I wrote the song, by the way, on Christmas Day. Uh, while my whole family was visiting in India and everybody was just sick. Like everybody had food poisoning. It was Christmas day. We had like five beds in my room at the time and everybody's just laying down, just miserable. (laughs) And I, you know, I lived there for some time. So I was like, I'm okay. And I was just like, uh, noodling around on the acoustic guitar in my room and came up with this riff that ended up being the song. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I was also listening to some hip hop, like, um, uh, I was listening to a lot of MF Doom and RJD2. And so uh, this, ooh, the, yeah, the trumpets yeah. were really, uh, I heard I heard it before I uh, actually tried it, uh, imagining it being something like an RJD2 song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice. So you you, you take the, the uh, Brian Wilson approach where you like have like the sound in your head and you're like, I need to make this happen. Yeah, a lot of, well, <laughs> ideally, a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Especially when I'm able to do over the to, song yeah. for a, yeah. for years, and <laughs> then, then these things come. Yeah, you always come you're, fast. You're probably going to have to to quicken it up a little bit if if, uh, if the, <laughs> the the momentum keeps going for it, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah. uh, it, it's it's a fine amount of time. I waited like I think eight years for like my one of my favorite bands to come out with like a full album. You know, mm-hmm. they were they were they were indie too and doing you know, working various jobs and stuff too. So I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, it's when you're not uh, uh, getting paid to make music, it yeah. can be kind <laughs> of uh, kind of a big endeavor. You yeah, know? I wish I could just be recording music every yeah. day, yeah. but it's uh, doesn't yeah. always work like that. But no, no, no. Again, no. The, the music for album number two is all written. the The vocals, yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to, I need to record everything. Basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good that you have like the the another one in yeah. the in the in the chamber, though. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, I, I I enjoy this. Hope you keep on keep on, you know, to a third and fourth and stuff too. You know, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we got a couple more tracks for you guys. We got three more tracks off of this uh, the Fiery Surf album, and uh, this next track is a banger. This is uh, <laughs> so it goes. some people need sometimes yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's an it's it's a good it's a good one like it's uh yeah this one really like uh uh comes in comes in hard and uh it's yeah yeah it's uh uh, gave me uh very much a queens of the stone age vibes i don't know if that's what you were were looking for but like yeah i really really like the production and uh the just the energy that it's it's bringing you know yeah i think the production on this one is one of my favorite yeah yeah it turned out well yeah um i was also listening to a lot of black keys at this time and i think that comes across yeah yeah, Yeah, in the in in some of the vocals maybe yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Vocals yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. short delay, like a little bit of distortion. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. It just yeah. gives it a little bit more. Um, it gives it a little more energy, and that's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this, it just has such a a, a vibe to it, you know. Uh, I was saying this one uh, kind of reminds me of just like just a stone cold rock song, you know, mm-hmm. like like before, you know, a lot of the other tracks. I was thinking, you know, post hardcore, like I was saying, or alternative rock, but this one is just like this is just rock. It's rock, awesome. you know. I'm so glad you like it. <laughs> yeah. For sure, uh, yeah, when it comes to a lot of concept albums, there's always sometimes like a couple tracks like this could be a single or this could be like a standout. Like there are a lot of albums like yeah. you don't want to listen to as a single because it it works better as the whole with the uh-huh, whole album uh-huh. in process. But for this, just yeah, it yeah. works. But also as a single or just a, like a single tracking like introduces someone like hey, check this out. Yeah, I did release really well. this one as a single. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely a good call. I, I think this one um, definitely it, it captures something in a very short amount of time, you know, which is, I mean, that's what you need in a single. You know what I mean? You need, you know, it's, it's it didn't uh, quit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the shortest amount of time you can possibly be like, hey, this band is cool. Check them out. <laughs> you know, because um, there's so many bands. There's so many bands to pick from, especially so post post MySpace. You know, there's it's just like you know. Is I know that genre. That's my. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that's my marker. MySpace is my marker Man, for like when the music industry MySpace. changed. Emo definitely fucking blew up during the MySpace days. That sounds. Oh about my right. god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all the rage. Uh, I definitely have a few pictures on my old MySpace of straightened hair. You know, uh, <laughs> I never went fully black, but uh, it was definitely straight. A few times, you know, I had I had a hair. You had probably a great profile pic. Oh my god, it was a good profile <laughs> pic. You, you know it, yeah, yeah. Well, eventually, I, I came upon. Uh, uh, I decided upon BradleyWitchDoctor.com as my name, and then I made the picture just BillyWatchDoctor.com, and I left it at that. And you're way cooler than I was. I was Dave Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, well, I was. I was. <laughs> I'm not there to press yeah, yeah. anyone. I was. I was in high school when MySpace happened, so it was like. Oh my god, it was it was dumb. I was like my mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Missed, uh, missed the boat on MySpace. I mean, uh, it was. Honest. I you know the I will Man. say one more thing about MySpace before we move on. We knew back in the MySpace days how bad and manipulative the internet. Could be. <laughs> I want you. I want everyone to know that like it was bad back then. We just kind of developed resilience to it. Us millennials. You know, like damn kids in your but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. We were definitely seeing like eh, this could be abused. I think this social media <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> I I did see a meme the other day about this person had posted to Twitter. What if your like favorite song started to play as someone looked at your profile, yes, page, your profile page or whatever, <laughs> and and the next one was like. We've reached a point where nobody like this. This generation has no Those... idea what MySpace was. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's Which I, it's I been, don't. I, it's been wiped de- from existence, pretty much. Well, they they even in the fucking Marvel What If thing, they don't mention the MySpace line. They yeah. leave that line out because like they don't even want to fucking bring attention to. 
the fact that in Iron Man one he says MySpace. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> all the all the like Zoomers out there are like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> but um, no, no, this is a a, a a a real jam though. This song in general, um, and uh, I like that it's. It gets back to some of the fiery stuff, but it's also kind of uh, it's still in the realm of like someone that's kind of worked through some things a Mm -hmm. little more um, by saying just let it go. Especially, yeah, you know, you're 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 addressing like is this argument or whatever is not that as important as it you know as life and stuff. The the lyrics actually come; uh, they're basically adapted from Slaughterhouse Five. Like oh, really? Okay. Oh, okay. Hence the title, So It Goes. I have a few oh, songs like this shit. where I'm basically adapting the language or lines from, from oh, various shit. books. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to the, look into that. That book is, uh, is incredible. And yeah, yeah it, it kind of talks to me. It, it, it's a lot about uh, kind of embracing I think that's part of where I got the idea for the the yeah. phrasing of serenity within chaos too, is like, there's a lot going on in, mm-hmm. uh, in the story and, uh, yeah. the main character gets to a place. It's very comical and sci-fi and yeah. also yeah. kind of anti-war. It's a crazy book. I, I absolutely love it. But gets yeah, to a yeah, place yeah. where like, oh, he's just able nuts. to go with the flow. And so, yeah, this song yeah. is kind of about, you know, yeah. all that stuff from before happened. Uh, and it's kind of yeah. living with the having yeah. moved on. Mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. kind of the next step yeah yeah exactly like it is yeah you you are taking a logical um you know uh, uh step towards bettering yourself or, or yeah. whatever you know what i mean um and or, accepting, or, or uh, the hero of this story if you or, or i mean you know what i mean not <laughs> yeah. you of course um no, but uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, again, great, great track though. Uh, overall, I uh, um, you know, if you guys want to, if anyone's listening out there and you want to just start with one, you know, maybe maybe start here if you're you know skeptical or something, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, the next track we have for you guys is another uh, instrumental track. Uh, this is, excuse me, Wave Paradox. <laughs> Last last jam of the, the album before uh, one last track with some lyrics, but um, yeah, this yeah, still yeah. one. This is one of my favorite songs. The it's, it's honestly, good. it's like it's uh, gonna, yeah, doesn't have any meaning behind it, but it's just super fun. Oh, okay, yeah, I was gonna say uh, um, that's what I wrote down. Uh, I put jam as fuck. Uh, <laughs> no idea of the meaning, but very cool title. It's just. <laughs> It's like a psychedelic surf punk ride. It's just at yeah. high speeds. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. Fits, fits into everything in a sense, but it's uh, well, yeah, just and it's blasting like, for it. It brings back that surf rock too for for a second mm-hmm. too. You know, it yeah. reminds you like, hey, remember where we started? You know, well, like especially like the the Dick Dale. Yeah, the reason like the sounds he made was when he was surfing. He was trying to recreate the sounds he would hear while he was surfing, like through like the waves of the tubes. He would try to like he would try like that's like a lot of the guitar was him like. <laughs> 
re like actually making you're melting my brain dave just <laughs> making the like the, the sounds of water into like music oh my yeah there God. you go that's that's why we call reverb wet that's like, it's a wet wet guitar sound is what we say uh just is that why uh, that's oh yeah. my god okay yeah and yeah. and dick dale was one of the first huh. to just you know also put the reverb to 11 yeah that's that's blowing my goddamn mind <laughs> i'm gonna make music that sounds like water <laughs> okay man the dude okay, loved to surf so like you know <coughs> make the music that sounds like this well yeah i mean i guess like surfing in a way spawned like uh, uh skateboarding too you know uh, they wanted to kind of recreate yeah a similar, similar culture similar experience on land yeah yeah huh yeah and and i mean yeah surfing goes back uh, a long time you know it, like we've had waves forever you know um wild that's fucking wild guys <laughs> i never <laughs> i never would have thought that surf music is actually influenced by surf yes that's the last thing i would have expected from the genre of surf music well, because a lot of it was uh, coming out of Southern California, too, where people were yeah. surfing in the yeah. U.S. And that's also, um, yeah. I think, at least, why a lot of surf rock uses um, these minor scales that sound influenced by Mexican music. Oh, yeah. And so point. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I also identify as being influenced by Mexican music. And Absolutely. Uh, yeah. surf rock yeah. definitely, I think, owes a lot to, uh, you know, the trumpets. Yeah. Uh, and the, in there. The I never considered and... that aspect to it, but you're you're right. Yeah, I should. We should actually cover the Herb Albert. We haven't covered any Herb Albert on the podcast. Let's figure a couple but, albums. Um, yeah, I mean it's mostly instrumental, which is why I haven't thought of them necessarily. But oh, we did the uh, Ventures at one time. We did. We have done instrumental. So uh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Um, Not heavy you, on the lyrics. But I never but... thought about that in reference to surf music, though the the influence of of uh, you know Mexican and Hispanic culture mm -hmm. to uh, to the music. That's a that's a good point too. Yeah, Southern yeah, California. Yeah. That's that's part of the reason SoCal is important. You know, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a melding of things. You know, it's not the cows, it's the surf guitar. It's the surf guitar. <laughs> it's not the cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was just the cows, hey, we we'd have it here in Wisconsin maybe too. Maybe the cows really dig surf. We have guitar. a coast. You know, we have a coast too. Polka. Yeah, it we just have, doesn't. We have polka. We just. Oh, we have polka. Yeah, it's true. But and our coast doesn't really have big waves like that. So you know, it's a little it's different. We have a river. Yeah, it's kind of like a big river. I don't know. I was at. <laughs> I, I was at Mount Olympus, and there's a wave pool that makes nine feet. Uh, oh, waves and I love me some wave pool, man. Crazy. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm always the second I get in front of a wave pool, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna stay here for like an hour, because like I'm like just tall enough where I can like jump and like never like go under the water. I can just jump every wave, you know. You're it's not. Really you could jump through nine feet of wave. Well, because like you get the boost from the from the wave pool, know, you know. It's well, just, Brad is twelve feet tall. I'm about twelve. Yeah. Feet. It doesn't look yeah, like yeah, that yeah. on the camera. You, you can't really tell. It's mostly go the to legs. Mount Olympus. Yeah, you can, yeah. You can test this. <laughs> walk through the wave pool. Oh, <laughs> walk through the wave pool. Hold on, get out of my way. Get out of my way. I'm like eighty percent legs. <laughs> right. I'm like those uh 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 what the, the the adults in the Peanuts cartoons. I'm only only the bottom half yeah. of my body. Uh, <laughs> the adults in Cow and Chicken. 
Yeah. Oh, have you uh, surfed though? I was going to ask uh, uh, James. Have you? I've you surfed yourself? twice, and I almost died both times. Oh and wow, so both times. Won't. Well, maybe I that... liked it. And it's cool. I like the culture of it, but yeah, I don't know. Perhaps it's... that influenced the uh, uh, wrecking <laughs> at sea thing. I don't know. Yeah, the ocean is the ocean is mighty. I definitely learned yeah. really quickly to respect the ocean. Yeah, I was the first time I was uh, pulled by a riptide, uh, almost Ooh. too into a jetty of uh, rocks, oh, but then at the last second, kind of pulled around into a calm yeah. area. Yeah, and then the second time I was in uh, Mexico and ended up uh, having to bargain for a taxi to take us to the hospital so I can get stitches in the top of my head. Uh, Oh my god! So I'll probably never surf again, but I do like yeah. surf. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like surf? You like uh, the culture, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The theory. Yeah, it's surfing in theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll play um, the music. Other people yeah, can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, other yeah, people yeah. can ride the waves. Yeah. I'll supply the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have one more track for you guys though uh, of this album, and uh, the last track is called uh, Luminescence. Here we go. the uh, uh and then there's a little jam i think uh at the very very end right there's it goes back into a little bit of a jam yeah song goes to a lot yeah, of places yeah. this is like yeah. definitely yeah. i think about it as i don't know this is kind of a mix of a, a lot of influences including yeah um like classic rock and prog rock uh mm-hmm. with like there's tempo changes at, yeah. in a few points and yeah starts out with this like uh cool like in temperature, cool and ethereal uh, section. That's I think I think of it as being mostly influenced by Radiohead, and then okay. there's parts that are influenced by uh, the Mars Volta, to me, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. classic mm-hmm. rock. So yeah, it goes to yeah yeah a lot of places. Yeah yeah, um, which is a a great way. To, excuse me, a great way to uh, kind of like finish this all off. You know, yeah, it's the culmination um, of a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like you, you said, you were you made it in chronological or two. So, like, yeah, that makes that makes sense it's too. Built for... up the whole album to the last track. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, uh, definitely. I wrote the at least the words for this last, and it's a lot of it's really about the creative process itself. Yeah, and you know, yeah, trying to actually. Well, I've I've always really enjoyed thinking about imagination and curiosity. So a lot of the lyrics are inspired by Miyazaki films and oh. things that Miyazaki says in interviews. Yeah. Um, That's good shit. And, you know, it's a lot of why I do music and why, yeah. uh, you know, why I find music to be a, a spiritual uh, thing to do, uh, yeah. listening yeah. or making. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a lot of it's also, the song is about just like, okay, I need to finish this album. This has been 12 years and I need to actually put this thing uh, out in the world. And yeah. so a lot of it's kind of meta in a sense, like taking yeah. everything that happened before and moving forward with it, doing something with it, living with it. And yeah, um, kind of trying to find the courage to call yeah. it done. And, and, and let every, let the, the world hear it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, once, once you're like done with an album, you know, it's, it's, and it's out, 
it's like locked you know what i mean yeah. like it's uh uh you know, maybe if you're like a Pink Floyd, you get like a remaster in 30 years. Or <laughs> but like, yeah, generally it's pretty locked uh, uh, once it's once it's out there, you know, yep. so you really have to have everything and popped then, off. Yeah. Place where it needs to be. And yeah. otherwise, there's a bunch popped of little off, hints, yeah. I think, of earlier parts in the album. And I think about it as like a, I think of a jellyfish slowly moving underwater with like a black background or slowly yeah. Yeah. sinking but yeah. in a more serene way than before back yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being more one with it than yeah. uh, 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 an opposing force, which like fire would be, you know, it's kind of a different force of, of nature than water. Yeah, um, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. A great, great place to, 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 to end it. And uh, I love that you, uh, I love the line, um, the truest form of expression following a whim and the child who lies within, um, you know, cause, uh, uh, especially when it comes to like, uh, uh, I guess trauma and therapy and that kind of thing. Um, you know, it always comes down to finding out what your kind of inner child, uh, uh needs to kind of deal with or, mm -hmm. you know, expound upon. Um, so I think it's a great kind of, thing to mention in the last track of this kind of emotional journey that the the hero has taken you know that's good i like that yeah. it's it's yeah. honestly super fun hearing someone's analysis of oh thank you yeah. they make the lyrics I, this is this is the best like when i can actually like you know confirm or deny some of my uh, suspicions or whatever it's, <laughs> it's so good uh <laughs> But um, but yeah, I mean that's that's been uh, the the album though. We have one more segment we get through um, before we uh, get out of the podcast, and that is uh, going around and finding out what everyone has been listening to and uh, what they have to plug. And uh, I'm gonna go in the same order as what is Dave drinking. So um, I'll start, and then we will go to Dave, Jake, and then James. Um, and uh, what I've been listening to uh, lately, um uh shit i'm gonna be honest it's been a lot of the fire whale uh <laughs> the last couple of days um right. but uh, uh i will mention you know um just uh, i'll just i'll just plug a few bands that we've had on uh previously that are also kind of indie artists um spiral cell is an episode we did uh his album was really really amazing grant summerland came on a long time uh ago he was our first um musical guest on the podcast and his album was great uh inspector 34 uh, has been on the podcast plenty of times so you guys probably know plenty about them and then uh, mommy heads those are all of the bands uh that we have had on the podcast to talk about music and uh yeah you definitely owe yourself uh, uh to go back and check out those episodes and you talked about your album oh and i did yeah that's right i did talk <laughs> about my album with my old you bands. have an album my old pop punk, I was in a pop punk band for right. six years and uh, I had an old uh, bandmate come on as well as our, um, one of our like road uh, roadies and uh, uh, yeah, we just reminisced about old times and talked about the uh, the different tracks we recorded, but uh, it was it was a fun time, it was a fun time. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely go go back and check out those those episodes though. Um, each of the the out those those bands' uh, personal albums are really really great. Uh, you know, I, I I had them on the podcast because I loved them. So um, go check out those episodes, and uh, that's what I'll I'll plug and stuff too. So, uh, Dave, what do you listen to uh, lately, and what do you got to plug? Uh, all right. So this last week, some weird things kind of came in the mix. Uh, 
a lot of REM kind of popped up for this, okay. this last week. Yeah. I'm not sure why, but just hmm. paused and just kind of like, weird. I just like, fuck it. I'm listening to a podcast about REM right now. <laughs> so that's very strange. Like, I'm sure buckling, I'm sure you just go down this hole. Yeah. I don't even listen to REM either, by the way. It's, it's another U2 situation. <laughs> so uh, I think last week I mentioned listening to some atmosphere. So I listened to the okay. sort of uh, collaboration project between Atmosphere and MERS called Felt. So I listened to, found some old Felt, listened to uh, some of their albums. Yeah. And also a lot of Dessa, uh, another Minneapolis Dessa, uh, yeah. from Doomtree Collective. Uh, yeah, yeah. English major, or I believe also like a, I think she teaches English writing. Okay, and you at the University of Minnesota, but uh, she yeah. does, she has a lot of albums out and just kind of got to the. Uh, I just yeah, want some dress again. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was everything. Oh, also Funkadelic Mega Brain that kind of this week kind of like kind of dripped in there. So yeah, that's has some one. funky music. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice. And uh, what about you, uh, Jake? What have you been uh, listening to? What do you got to plug? I turned that off because the cat's uh, oh, yeah, yeah, meowing yeah. really loud. <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's fine, Jake. <laughs> um, uh, I haven't had a chance to put the radio show together this week, but last week's show, which is going to show up on the podcast page in a little while, I'm like really behind. Um, under yeah. the covers, Jake the Snake Foster. Um, we got Boss Gags, Les Paul, Steve Miller. as oh, like a little kid because Steve Miller was... Uh, Les Paul's grand uh, God child. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Uh, also yeah. the Joker. And the yeah. Joker. And the Midnight Smoker. <laughs> um, <laughs> Howlin' Wolf. Uh, Judy Garland. The Shirelles. Carol King's Z Top. Boston. Um, Junior Brown. Good, Junior Walker. Good list this week. Yeah, man. yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all that stuff under the covers. Of Jake the Snake Foster on. Uh, 91.7 WSUM and 92.5 WISY and on uh, on Spotify as well as where, where wherever you can find podcasts with have the yeah, voice yeah. breaks edition of the show as well. So yep. sometimes you know, on the lake. Like, sometimes on the sometimes lake. on the lake. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. DJ the Jake lake. the Snake Foster. Yeah, Jake, yeah. The, Jake the Snake on the Lake. Yep, yep. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, That's then, about uh, it, I think. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what about you, James? What are you uh, listening to uh, lately? Oh, and, quickly, uh, quickly. Oh, yeah. What's up? I've been, James, I've been looking at the merch page on your uh -huh. page. So this is plugging you. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> so this is a lead. lead you can talk yeah. about this some more. But your merch page is awesome. So uh, cool. really, really yeah. cool. You might be um, the first person who's found it. Really? <laughs> I will <laughs> definitely I, I will definitely be getting... getting uh, at least a, a, a thing on here. I think is this yeah. Is awesome. You have a lot of yeah, a, a lot of a lot of items. It's a small operation too. So uh, if you have an idea for something you want to see, like if you want basically what's on there, but with the album art or something, let me know and I can make it happen. So yeah. let me know if you yeah. want kind of a a customized thing. Ooh, it's um, crunchy. I might agree. Yeah, there's <laughs> crunchies. I there's uh, some shirts and hats <laughs> and. Uh, posters yeah. and phone cases and stuff like that yeah, um nice but uh i guess to first say what i've been listening to i think we've yeah it's, it's no secret uh yeah that would be king gizzard in the lizard <laughs> yeah Wizard. i haven't listened to anything except them in like months at this point <laughs> and there's <laughs> I, like if i had to pick one band to listen to for the rest of my life they just do every yeah. genre so I, I, yeah there's no getting old 
Yeah, the the whole like two weeks, uh, you know, well, like two weeks leading up to the Omnium Gatherum episode, and then like the week following, it was like all King Gizzard all the time. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, I forgot how much I love all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to basically every single song. Uh, yeah. Definitely listened to every single song, yeah. but I can't get it out of my head, so I keep returning, especially to. Nonagon Infinity and the Microtonal. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Nonagon Infinity opens the door, you know? Like, oh, my God. It really yes, does. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I guess for uh, what I would say is um, I'd be super happy if people connect with me. I, I think that the best way to reach me would be Instagram. I'm Fire Whale Music yeah. on Instagram as well as all social platforms. I'm on all of them, yeah. but I, I'm most present on Instagram. Um if you follow me, I'll follow you back. And if you have any questions about anything you've heard or any questions yeah. about whatever, I'm happy to chat with anybody. Yeah. Um, so yeah following. Yeah. Come over yeah. and uh, connect. Um, yeah. But I'm also on. We have an uh, Instagram band- too. I don't know if we ever say that, but we, we Flyover State Park has an Instagram as well. That's how we talk to each other. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. I'm on Bandcamp and I have a website too that both have email lists. Uh, yep, if you want to yep. hear about future releases and such. And remember um, Bandcamp Fridays? Uh, uh, there's oh, yeah. uh there's uh, what is it? The first uh, Friday of every month or the last? I forget. It's you, one of those two. Uh, there's a specific Friday every month that if you buy an album on that day, it is better for the artist. So but yeah, basically Bandcamp doesn't take any proceeds in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my album is currently super cheap on there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, have at it. Um, but honestly, more than merch, if you just listen to the album, start to finish, like we've been talking about, I will be super happy. If you do that and let me know, I'll be even happier. And I guess one thing I would say though is, uh, a lot of, for streaming, a lot of, uh, websites don't give you the gapless experience unless you download for offline listening. Oh, okay. So like for, when I listen to King Gizzard, for example, I always download the album. You know, maybe yeah, delete yeah. it from the phone later, but uh-huh. uh, at least while listening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that will ensure that it's, you know, the experience as the artist intended it. Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. And and on Spotify, let's get those listens up uh, past 1,000 <laughs> for like every track, guys. You know, some people are being selective about this album. You got to listen to the whole thing, you know? Uh, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, there's a little ways to go. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Every time we do one of these, like we go and, you know, we see all the plays on Spotify and it's like, God damn it. Everyone's listening to just the singles on this A-track, one. Come one on. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a lot yeah. of good stuff in here, guys. Yeah, especially for a concept album made to be listened yeah. to start to finish. Yeah. Honestly, if a few people listen to it uh, several times, like in order, I'll be happy to. Um, mm. But I also have some music videos. Uh, That's right. Um, I've put quite a bit of effort into music videos. So, for, there's at least four that are, uh, or five at this point on YouTube. Yeah, the the yeah. music video for the for track one uh, is just uh, to me is still mind blowing. It was made by this guy who was a he's a dive master and was interested in uh, kind of experimenting oh, with uh, okay. underwater okay. footage. Yeah, and yeah. It is just so cool. Uh, it yeah. is way beyond anything I ever dreamed of. Yeah, so it yeah, goes. Yeah. Also has a fun video. Uh, that one yeah. actually has me in it. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be at least one more music video coming out um, okay. yeah. uh, in the near future. So nice. Find nice. me on YouTube is the best place there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscribe on on YouTube. Check them out on Instagram. And uh, yeah, definitely and uh, say hi. find 
find this album, say hi. Yeah, uh, he's on the Discord too. If you want to, if you want to say hi on the Discord, oh, yeah. he's he's in there now. Um, and uh, yeah, you can also find it as Desert Island Five if you join the Discord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, thank you so much for for coming on the the podcast though, and uh, and reaching out to us and stuff. This was thanks uh, for the opportunity. Uh, it's super really, fun to really, chat with you guys. Yeah, really great uh, uh, album to just just you know happen upon uh, uh, on the internet. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it was a, it was a really really uh, welcome uh, discovery. So awesome. Um, yeah, 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 thank you so much. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening to the podcast for another week. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> next week we're having on uh, Ron Wasserman who wrote the Power Rangers theme. So look forward to that next week. We're going to be covering the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers album, a rock story or something. Um, yeah. Do you mean like the '80s or like early '90s version? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You you know the one I'm talking about. I used to dress up as a Power Rangers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. This is gonna be we're gonna geek out so hard I next episode. Uh so uh yeah, join us for that. It's gonna be insane. I can't believe he actually responded and said he'd be on. So it's gonna be a great time. Uh but uh yeah, yeah, thanks everyone for listening and uh we'll see you next week. The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, John Aker, and Jake the Snake Foster. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Join the discussion on our Discord, tweet to us at Album Concept Pod, or for everything else, go to Linktree slash Flyover State Park. See you on Side B. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.